welcome to the Sports Carnage Podcast, presented by Detroit Sports Nation, featuring Paul Roshan, A.J. Riley, Ryan Griffin, and Matthew Bassett, bringing you the most arrogant takes on the planet straight to your ears. We don't promise to always be right, but we promise to act like we are. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Sports Carnage, along with the returning AJ Riley, Paul Roshan, Ryan Griffin. I'm Matt Basson. We're already fired up. We were doing a little Lions talk before jumping on. We said, wait a minute, let's start recording. So we already kind of mentally dove in to the Lions again, double-digit lead again, blowing it again, <laughs> falling to the Packers, although this is the first time in, what, a year and a half, actually, because the Packers actually had some bad luck against us. But we're still the Lions. We still find ways to lose, even after having double-digit leads. Wait, first- and now a new and what? NFL record. Yeah, we got screwed um, last year by the referees on that illegal hands of the face call against the Packers. They, uh, we, yeah, we Packers were two and zero against us last year. Literally, can run a podcast on the number of times we've been screwed. No, against but, but I'm just saying Packers. your year and a half thing was erroneous because yeah, I'm still sure mad about face masks. <laughs> I am still mad about the face mask that wasn't me. Yeah, but that anyway. was like four oh, years. That, ago. that was years ago. <laughs> like I, I still said, lived still mad about it. I still lived in. Texas you know what? You are, honestly, the thing that makes me the most angry of all things about what's currently going on with the Lions is it's gotten so bad that people think that it was a mistake to fire Caldwell and that he was a, a good coach that should have stayed. <laughs> that's that's the hey, most man, that nine and seven more than hey, made the playoffs. Else. Hey. Paul, uh, it, he's better than Patricia. That, it that wasn't was a mistake. Was it was very much justified. It, it, it was. Um, it's a but. mistake that they fired him for Patricia, because he's the he's. But, he's, a, but Pat- he's better than a rocket scientist. I, I'm going to be honest. So Patricia's absolutely awful. Garbage. But this is the least talented the Lions have been in over a decade. Well, maybe if the good players like playing for Patricia, they wouldn't be right. so untalented. Patri- no, Patricia doesn't make the roster. They start, we have... stop getting the bottom of the barrel. No, he, he just made. He just makes. He we, just makes the good players want to leave. Right. We have a GM worse than Matt Millen. Well, they just the whole the whole situation uh, oof, is in I don't know about disarray. That. Like truly, <laughs> they should burn the entire thing to the ground and start. Listen, like, Matt Matt, so Matt Millen didn't inherit. Matt Millen didn't inherit a, a goddamn Hall of Fame quarterback and a half decent roster. Like, it is absurd. No, he just happened. drafted the same position year in and year out. Three and he hit one of them. New he receivers. You know That's really, gonna fix you everything. It's really crazy though. I saw some dude on Twitter. Uh, it was Alex Reno, I think, who basically said like, "It's crazy that." The Droy fans all want Patricia gone, but I don't hear anything about Bob Quinn. And I was ready to go off because I was like, that's stupid. I hear fire Bob Quinn all the time. So I click on the tweet to reply to it. And the first maybe five or six comments are all defending Bob Quinn. And I was like, oh, well, my bad. I I guess there are people like that. People are just But that's crazy. They're talking about, oh, he's a good drafter. It's like, to who? He hasn't drafted (laughs) good since he's been there. Dude, they called Frank Ragnow a gem, and Frank Ragnow is a is a fine center. <laughs> I would be on, but like, but like, let's be other planets you. before I call him a gem. You've had four years to draft, and the best pick you've made is an interior lineman. Like, doesn't he have like five or six years? Well, Gall- Gall- Galladay would be his best pick by far. Yeah, him yeah. So, so you can you can call Galladay a gem for where they found him when he was like like Galladay in front. I, I still wouldn't even call him on. a gem. So that's a, you don't find gems in the first three rounds. They're not gems. No. You hit on your pick. Congratulations, you did your job. 
Yeah, like, that's right? not a gem. You find Richard Sherman in the sixth round, that's a gem. Yes. Okay? Because like, let's be real. Like, I, nature. It is absurd. You don't – Frank Ragnall being drafted, what, 23rd overall? Yeah. Like, that's, where that's he, not a gem. No. That's I congratulations again, like he's, you didn't like win. he's a fine center, but <laughs> – It doesn't – he could be an all-pro. Like, that's it. It doesn't matter. You took you took a, a guard or a center. They He was didn't, – didn't he come in as a guard? Didn't they like, oh, yes. I don't know where we're going to yes. play him. Um. You took a guard at the time in the top 25 picks. Yeah, you better hope that he's really good or you should be fired. Quick random question. Who's been worse at drafting over the last six years, the Pistons or the Lions? Oh, Lions by far. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you you sure? I am sure. In football, I don't, know it's by, I don't know how it's by far. So, so the thing is, it's a lot easier yeah. to draft in the NFL, and you have a lot more chances, and it's a lot easier to find talent later on. Yeah, but that makes your draft in the NBA like that much more important because when you miss on, you know, your first round pick, every you just set the franchise back again year years. in the row, but, and they've really only had one good pick. But I mean, like we don't know what Seku is yet. But Kennard was really fine. the only good pick they had was Gennard. Yeah, that's it. In the last six years, they've had one good draft pick. And it's so and much Bruce more Brown, highlighted and Bruce Brown, in, in I guess. the NBA, right? Like, well, yeah, you only pick. have two rounds. Right. You you could be a great talent evaluator in the NBA and still miss on three picks in a row, and it's like, wow, you're terrible at drafting. Like, shit happens. I mean, no, I didn't say three. Shit happens in the NFL six, too. Six years in a row is not shit happening. Six years in a row is no, like, yeah, you drafting, are drafting like Henry Allen. Not good at your job. Is is real bad. Anyway, sorry, just a question that popped into my head. Back to the football. No, it's team, a, it's a, it's a good question. <laughs> so we are where I thought we were going to be. I'm sure you guys at this point at least would have hopped on this train that I've been you know yelling for ever, including last year, Paul. Uh, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, you uh, last year picked them to win like 11 games, something oh, like that. You, you, yeah, it was 11 and five. Uh, where you see this team now? This, this honest to God, is probably like a bottom three team in the NFL to me. I didn't have high hopes to start the year. I thought because Stafford, they'll win six, seven games. And it's it's still not great. That's still a bad football team. Now I don't even know that I believe that. <laughs> right? The defense looks terrible. They don't do anything. You have this defensive genius as a coach, and you can't stop the run. You can't stop yeah. the pass. You can't put pressure on the He's quarterback. He's a fraud. Like you, there's, there's literally not a thing that you do well on defense. And the offense, for as like as much you know, kind of top ten potential talk as they had, whether it's you know because they haven't had Kenny Galladay, which I think uh, you know has hurt them, they're not good enough to carry a team to a win most weeks, right? Like Stafford's good. Um, I think Amendola has been pretty bad this year. Cephas had ten targets in week one. Uh, you know, Hawkinson's been okay, but. It's it's none of the pieces that you need that are going to help carry your team to a bunch of wins. So I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lions with like a top four pick in the NFL draft. I will be surprised if they don't have one. Like if this team got the six wins, Stafford should get the MVP and a Hall of Fame jacket on the spot. Where where are the wins where are the wins coming from? I mean, you're ready so to at, give it to him right now, anyway. So not the MVP, Hall of Fame jacket, yeah, not the MVP. <laughs> Let's be real. But seriously, where are the wins coming from? So you look, Cardinals, everyone, that's nope, next week, not right? Happen. Everyone's written that that's, off as a loss. Why? Because we're getting we'll 45 points dropped on our head. So we're, the Saints, they're, you think we're going to beat the Saints? 
They're... Well, the Saints look a little shaky. They didn't look great on Monday night. No, no, we're not going to be. Those Vegas lights. <laughs> then we have to go on. That'll, that, that'll turn Drew Brees' clock On back the road, years. in one of our better chances that it'll win all season, we got to go on the road and face the Jaguars. But it's not like the Jaguars are going to be a cakewalk. Like, we're going to have to show up and make them make mistakes to no, win that game. Gardner Minshew's going to have like 152 We're not, po- we're not just going to go J- win that James game. James Robinson's going to have 200 total yards. Right, that's what – I mean, that's – and that's the most pathetic part is our defense. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute. Jesus Christ, our defense is so embarrassing to watch. But then – so then you got to go on the road to the Falcons. And then what? You're praying they blow a lead? I mean, probably not happening. <laughs> then you come home, you face the Colts, where, yeah, the Colts haven't looked great yet, but we're, now we're by, what, week seven, eight at that point? Uh, by then they're gonna be all right. Philip Rivers still yeah, okay. Like I'm, yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, like we're gonna stop Jonathan running Taylor running over Jared Davis. This is gonna be ridiculous. You're gonna look like Michigan's defense did last year against him. It's gonna be absurd. Hey, you're not beating the Vikings. I don't think. Are you? Are we beating no, the, the Vikings? Vikings this I don't year? know. I don't know. The Vikings well, look really bad. No, no too. I don't. I don't think we're beating them. But out of all the games that we just mentioned. Even maybe more so than the Jaguars. Like, the Vikings, I think we could get one against the So Vikings. the thing with the Vikings, and this is why I don't think we have a chance at the Vikings. So the, the reason we could beat the Vikings, if the coaching staff decided they wanted to have a real game plan, is the Vikings secondary is not great. And if we decided we're going to throw 70 times and mix things up and just let Stafford play hero ball, we might be able to score 30, 40 points and try to win a shootout. The problem is, Dalvin Cook is going to run for 300 yards on us. And we can't do anything about that. And when he's running rampant all over us, and they're running play action, and Kirk Cousins is bombing us all over, like what? What do we have to answer that? There's nothing What's schematically. That, like eight, though he'll be hurt by there, <laughs> Maybe I guess I, if you're hoping Dalvin Cook gets hurt, then at, at maybe. Alexander, I'm not hoping maybe. for it. I'm just saying. But that's but you see what I'm getting at? Like schematically and talent wise, we have no way. To stop the Vikings from scoring. And on, on the offense, like, yeah, we can try to throw all over them, but their defensive line is still going to ravage our offensive line. Like, so what are we going to do? I don't know. It's like, that's one. Of, I agree. It's one of our best chances to get a win is one of our two games against the Vikings. Uh, our best chance to get a win is at home against Washington. If we don't beat Washington at home. I don't think so, man. If that, like, because you got to imagine that D-line is just going to get better, better. And better against our offensive line, too. Which is going to make them all look like all pros. I mean, so you guys are, are on anyway. the verge of talk. You guys are on the verge of talking yourself into we're going on sixteen. I mean, which I don't. Uh, maybe I don't think. Listen, <laughs> I want it to happen. I don't I think pray. it's out of the realm of possibility pr- if we're being is, completely honest I'm, with ourselves. Well, hold on. Barring Stafford getting hurt, which would not be a bad thing for the Lions. I just not serious, but like you know, maybe tweak your ankle really bad and then miss eight games in a row. That wouldn't be a bad thing for us at all. But barring him getting hurt, we're going to find a way to win a couple of these games. After Washington, you got the Panthers. The Panthers are a trash football team. The Panthers are super, yeah, super Yeah, bad. the Panthers suck. Even us, we will run on the Panthers. Like I don't know. Teddy Bridgewater might have a career day uh, against us. Yeah, I, that's the thing about Detroit. And and like, and it's in what week? Oh, no. It's, hang it's, on. What, what, what week do we have, do we have Carolina? Oh God! One, oh, two, three, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, is yeah, is Mac is Christian McCaffrey back at that point, and he should I, be. I don't he, think we're beating Carolina. C Mac and DJ Moore. I four hundred yards combined. I think we will beat the Panthers. Stop! Like they're a bad, bad football team. So Pause. are we? Yes. Yeah, so no, I know we are. 
There, bro. There is sports inferno podcast in Carolina. Panthers right now. fans, the Lions are Panthers a bad, bad fans. Right? Team. Since since week one, Panthers fans have been sending around Trevor Lawrence edits. Like that's how bad they are. So, so the Lions. They have show me one. I've, I've, I've not seen, seen one. Stop I've it. seen a few. Some, some of them people are, are praying for it. I have not seen a single one. I've seen nobody oh, actually. Man, let me. I will listen. I'll find everybody, her everybody knows the Lions will find a, a way thing. to win enough games to just miss out on Trevor Lawrence. It's that's just you know reality. What the sad thing is, last year I like, I thought of abhorrence for Lawrence, and I was like, oh, this is mine, and then I typed it in Twitter. Nope, that, already taken. Damn. It's like, God damn it! Is that uh, parallel thinking that what comedians say when they uh, when they get caught stealing jokes? And when they steal a joke from somebody else? Yeah. I, I, I just know, so so look at it doesn't after the Panthers you got Texans the loss Bears we might be able to beat because the Bears are a super trash football team too. Um, we should have beat them. Yeah, already, that worked so. out really well week one, huh? Right. Like, I mean, there's so many excuse like. Like I know you're holding out hope that they might not I'm, go. 0 I'm not 16, holding out hope. I know I'm not. I want them to go 0 and 16. You don't understand how bad I want I, them to I, go. I want 0 them 16. to go one and 15 at least. No, I don't want to go. 0 and 16. I don't know. It's week 11. I, oh no, C Mac's gonna kill us. We it's have to week go. Week 11, we got the Panthers. <laughs> McCaffrey's gonna go to dumb. Go. I, I, I like that Matt was still on that. He's like, I gotta find out. <laughs> if, if we, we don't go week 11, he's way no guarantee we get Lawrence. Like we gotta go zero and sixteen, man. There it's the is way. no. You can go one and fifteen and get them. There are a lot of candidates yeah. to be very, very bad this season. Yeah, but we can, no Lions can go the, one and fifteen and they'll still have the one. Check the Discord chat. Check the Discord. Oh boy. Oh, it's an edit. I knew I heard something in Discord, and I was like, "Did Don join?" Yeah, look at him. Beautiful. He is beautiful. Another oh, career ruined God. by the Detroit Lions. That's what that yep. should say. Yep. Well, so again, and Trevor Lawrence retires after it is, a year. It is all about <laughs> after a year, it's like, like like Andrew. Luck. It is all about the GM, and Trevor Lawrence will get a fresh start if we do things right. He'll get to sit for a year, and with a new GM and a new coaching staff, and you pray that for time number seventy thousand, it's different. Although I don't know how many GMs we've had in the last because we hold them for a long time, no matter how bad they are. We've had a lot more GMs than we've had. Or we've had a lot less GMs than we've had other things like coaches and quarterbacks, and we just we got to hit on the right GM. It's all. Who was the GM before Bob Quinn? The Mayhew. Oh God. Mayhew's the best GM we've ever had, like in so long. He made one. (laughs) He made one incredible (laughs) misstep. Mayhew was a lot better than people give give him credit for. He had he had a couple things going against him. He really got into cap trouble because of the old CBA. And but evaluator of talent wise, like Mayhew was super solid. Like he hit, he, like he had he had one of the best drafts in Lions history. Well, he had one of the he had one of the best drafts in the last decade of the NFL. Like you top to bottom, the the draft that he got DeAndre Levy and Matt Stafford, like the draft was absurd. Um, but he had he. Oh, I was talking about the, the was it the Slay draft? Is what I was talking about. Um, I think he got five starters out of that draft, didn't he? If I recall. Is 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 something crazy? Um, no, he 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 was a, a fine evaluator of talent. He just he got into cap trouble, which wasn't his thing anywhere. Who was our president? Was it Tom Lawand, who was supposed to be the cap guy, or was it someone else? Probably. I think it was Tom Lawand who was supposed to manage the cap anyway. Um, he was a fine evaluator talent. He just made one crucial misstep. He hired the wrong coach to replace Swartz, and that's what tanked that draft. Was that coaching staff that wanted Ebron, and that 
blew up everything in his face. Outside of that misstep, like, he had us on track. He hires the right coach. We maybe go to a Super Bowl. Like, that's how close he was. And you can't, there's no point at any point in the Lions history that I've been alive that you could say that other than that. Like, he was super fine. I mean, it sucked. He blew it up. But, I mean, at least it was something. We had a glimmer of hope. Since then, we've had nothing. This is going, we're going backwards. Every year, backwards. Less talent. Every single year on the team. Less talent. Because of Bob Quinn. <laughs> yes. He's a trash can. I said it year one. Like, I just, he never at any point was like, hey, maybe this guy knows what he's doing. It's like, no, you're questioning him every step of the way, hoping he proves you wrong, and it just gets worse. It doesn't get better. Watching Gerard Davis whiff on tackles, like... <laughs> and just run into... Run into his own... No running into his... Going to fill or, uh, a gap and just running into his... Just the opposite direction, man. Like, bro, you just... You are so limited. At least just follow the play call. Like, don't try... Don't think... Don't try to use your brain to dissect what's going on. Don't try to play outside of your limits. Just whatever you are told to do on that play, just do it as fast and as hard as you can. And don't even think about anything else. He can't even do that, man. It's pathetic. No, every time he blitzes, he just runs right into the offensive lineman, like trying to run them over instead of trying to like find the gap or get behind him. It's unreal, man. It's so pathetic. It's like, oh, he got watching, blocked again. Wa- watching Aaron Jones' 75-yard touchdown run. I think it was 75. <laughs> like, just watching the way our defense There's just, no like. What, nobody over in the middle. Everybody gets blocked if like, Will Harris man, comes. What, what is going on? And I, we talked last week, like, we have no corners and insist on playing man. Completely overmatched for God knows what reason. Like, there's just no... This team is so pathetic to watch. The only reason I watch is because, I legitimately, at this point, my love for Stafford. Like, I enjoy watching him play football. <laughs> if if he went down tomorrow, I would not watch a Lions game the rest of the season. I, there's no reason No, I, I can back you up on that because I don't think you watched any of the last ten games they had last year. No, I did not. Eight. Eight games. Eight games. Yeah, it was mean. I, yeah, I actually, that's not entirely true. I watched the Thanksgiving Day game with family. Um, Thanksgiving, a little bit different. Uh, I remember it was awfully different in the chat when I was the only one talking. Yeah, no, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. This is I, I just was not going to waste my – because there's just no – there's no value there. There's nothing. Like, at least I know we're going to get our ass kicked Sunday, but at least I get to watch Stafford drop some pretty passes and we'll score some points. And I'll, I'll be like, you know what? This is kind of cool. Like, you don't always have a quarterback like this. Like, I can enjoy that part of it. Plus, the losing Can you? The, yeah. Plus, the losing doesn't make me mad this year because I want to lose. I want to get it. I want to get a high draft pick. I want this regime gone. No, no, so, you, like, no. You want the number one pick. Yes, yeah, you don't want a high draft. <laughs> you are not happy with a number two pick. Look, well, I would. I would rather. You, Here's the reality, though. We could go zero and sixteen and have the number one pick, and there's no guarantee. Don't you say that? I'm stop! Just, stop! Stop! No, Dude, AJ, <laughs> I can't. Listen, listen. I know. What if they don't take him? Yeah, like what? Ha- like <laughs> you have to prepare yourself for the fact That's that hilarious. they don't take Trevor Lawrence if they get the number one pick because because 
for whatever Wait, reason. Is, isn't Ian Book also coming? He might he might steal votes. He might take the Notre Dame quarterback. <laughs> steal votes. He might take some LeBron MVP votes. Like you know what I'm saying, Paul? Like just the number one the number one pick overall does not guarantee, especially if they still have Stafford on the roster. I know. You, know, you are trying to upset me. I'm not. That's I'm, I'm le- Paul. I'm legitimately not. Like I have. I'm legitimately to a point in my fandom with the Lions where I expect them to do the wrong thing before I expect them to do the right thing. AJ, I listen. I mean, I'm they take. I'm legitimately not trolling you, and I'm literally not trying to to, if, to upset I, you. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to paint you honest. a reality right now. That, and I make fun of people that say things like this because it's not realistic. And they're blowing smoke. I'm not oh, blowing smoke. Oh, really? <laughs> I am not blowing smoke. If the Lions had the number one pick this year and did not use it on Trevor Lawrence, I would never watch another Lions game. I don't care if they were in the Super Bowl. I would skip I'm just the Super telling Bowl you, that year. you probably I would never should watch prepare for that, another but... Lions game in my life. And you know what? Well, you got the Packers anyway. Stop. Stop it, man. <laughs> no, honestly, I would rather have the number three pick than the number two pick if we were to not get the number one pick. I don't want anything to do with Justin Fields. I don't see any pro future with him. I would rather uh-huh. I would rather take a chance to see if Trey Lance can develop at, at the NFL level. Like, that would at least be kind of exciting. Um, I don't know if he's going to be like that guy. I want to just get Trevor Lawrence. But if we were going to take a quarterback and we're going to get, like, a top pick but it's not Trevor Lawrence – I, I don't want anything to do with Justin Fields. <laughs> Rocky Lombardi. <laughs> oh, but that's it. That's it. That's or, the only. Or Joe Millen, the next Cam Newton. Let's talk I mean, about he's more Cam like, Newton he's, for a he's, minute. He's more like Josh Allen. Cam Newton and his whole two-week phenomena is, I think, proving yeah, the buddy. theory that Bilicek is the genius behind the madness Stop. Out there. Stop it. No. This, listen, don't I say understand this, like but, that. Now listen, you are trying to make no, me upset. No, here, here's, let me Man, prove Cam, my point. Cam is unbelievable. Let me prove I'm my so point. Happy. I'm not saying Cam that. Cam Newton still can't throw a football. Can, can you let me, can you let me talk? 400 yards. He, yeah. Like, he, I drafted him well past when I drafted Stafford, and Stafford will never see my fantasy lineup unless Cam's on a bye. He should this week. He <laughs> no. absolutely should this week. Stafford's going to be a monster this week fantasy-wise. Like, you want to go fantasy? I would absolutely play Yeah, Stafford until Bevel scripts the playbook for um, every drive after the first two. <laughs> Listen, and then, we, got, uh, we got Adrian Peterson carrying the ball. Cam, Cam is a good NFL quarterback. Let, but hold on. Like, let's, he's not let, a – Listen to me. Let me make my point here for a second. I agree with you it's that Cam point. has always struggled. It, it's not a bad point. I'm not saying that Tom Brady's not going to do well in Tampa Bay, but every coach that comes off of Belichick's tree cannot succeed without Bill Belichick as a head coach. Matt Patricia, Matt Patricia, <laughs> Matt Patricia is a fraud that has built a reputation on the coattails of Bill Belichick, and it proves that the system that Belichick has in New England is a successful. Do you know what drives me nuts when people like you say stuff like that? Why? Belichick that's doesn't have true. a system. It's nonsense. That's not. That's complete nonsense. Belichick's system is I play to the strengths of the players I have on my team. That's a system. That's not, that's not a system. That's being a goddamn adult in the NFL. It's not a goddamn system. It's, oh, God, you know I have is? a running that's quarterback now. Maybe I should you know run the goddamn ball is? to quarterback. It's a system of thinking. So no, it is stop, a system. Stop. Stop. Even, stop. even a non-system stop. is a system. Like, I, I watched the Pats run, win six different ways over Brady's tenure. Like six, like literally like 
If you take Andy Reid and you say he plays football a certain way, six different ways like Andy Reid's way of playing football is how the Pats won. While which overtime show, Brady's which you're, oh, you're essentially proving my point that it's built the genius of Bill Belichick. He is a has, genius, but it's I'm not saying. a system. Like that's why it's you can't. So when you say system, you talk about like players. Players here would not succeed somewhere else or in a different system where players. Uh, let me rephrase. Actually, uh, Kyle Van Noy didn't. Let me rephrase. Other way around. So or, or you take you take the system that you say that the Pats run right, and you would take a player from another organization and say, you know what, they wouldn't succeed on okay, the Pats. So let the me Pats let me rephrase system. and not say system because apparently that's a trigger word for you. Clearly. Let me say philosophy. <laughs> that the genius behind his philosophy <laughs> is is Bill unmatched. Belichick is like, a, like Dabo Sweeney. Is that, Bill is that better? Is that more palpable for you? Like, can no, you digest that? Because Bill Belichick's genius ha- is not his philosophy. His genius is not in the philosophy. The genius of Bill Belichick is that he is capable of – him alone are capable of tailoring offense and defense to the situation no matter what. His own personnel and the opponent's personnel. That is like his genius. It's not just so every coach that is not a com- – complete complete moron wants to play to their player strengths and wants to play to their opponent's weakness the problem is outside of bill belichick coaches mostly seem to have a limited amount of information even your other great coaches in nfl history uh, and great I, coaches I, I, today i wonder where he got that extra you information. play <laughs> jesus christ you play a certain well, way you like walked sean, into that one sean are you payton, kidding me <laughs> sean payton is an offensive genius but He's not going to be successful running any offense possible. Bill Belichick is. That's where the genius is. The genius isn't in the philosophy of, oh, I play to my player's strengths. It's the fact that he's legitimately capable of – he'll pull out the wishbone a week and dominate with it. Like, okay, so someone other not, than Paul – Other coaches cannot do that. Please tell me that that's essentially what I'm saying. That is a philosophy. Is that not a philosophy? It is. That was a, that, that was a trash play call, though, at the end. Yeah, it was. Trash play call, trash everything. Yeah, Ex- executing the play call that was miserable. That would have, but what a fa- what a what a fabulous that would have won me my oh, God. week this week. <laughs> oh, that's extra sad. Yeah, no, but the combination. Look, Belichick's an outlier. Clearly, yeah. we're talking about one of the greatest, if not the greatest, head coach we've ever seen. Right, but the combination of drafting and then tailoring his tailoring. defense yep. and develop yeah to what he has drafted it's not just coincidence no. it's not just i'm just playing to my player strength he is drafting certain players with these That's, certain see, strengths now, again most again, importantly between the ears yes to and that's, bring in these guys and that's what I'm that saying. can do what he wants to accomplish. The, the failure of the Lions, aside from just being a completely dumpster fire of an organization, is trying to replicate that without the main ingredient. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't replicate what the Patriots do without Bill Belichick. I mean, I How don't many even know. It, other NFL it's teams have even... tried that, and it failed. Like, what made us think that it was going to be different? Because we had everyone. because we had former Patriots because, running our offense. Because we had Bob this Quinn. This is what doesn't make sense. So it, it's not even – so you can say, oh, they tried to replicate it. I don't know how trying to replicate what the Pats are doing means overpaying for all the players they were getting rid of. Like, that's not replicating what they're because, doing. Because that's they ridiculous. paid for the Like, that's so dumb. That's just so pathetic. But, you're not you're not trying to replicate them. You're trying to be a budget ripoff in Somali. Like, it's the dumbest. Okay, yeah, but a budget ripoff that gets us 10 wins a season, I'll take that budget ripoff. 
No, no, it doesn't. It gets you if, where if, we if are. If you can't, if the, if the gator's not on the inside of the shirt, what, what? On the, the thing? <laughs> and honestly, it speaks. It speaks even more to Belichick's coaching ability. They suck at drafting. I don't want to draft like the Patriots. Like they legitimately suck at drafting. It's not that they're That's like not entirely. just they had, average. They had miserable ones when he was their GM as well, it's, but they've been it, a little better over the last. It's year. not. It's not that they're just average. They legitimately suck at drafting. Like I don't. So they're they, like they the get, Detroit Lions of drafting. No, <laughs> they're still better than the Lions. The Lions are like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not, not even to turn level. into a Patriot thing, but something that Paul kind of touched on that I think is maybe one of the more underrated parts of Belichick because everything about him is just great. So you're like, oh, what's his strength? Oh, everything. It's uh, it's him like knowing who to pay and who not mm-hmm. to pay. Even like cast-offs from other yeah. teams where if the Patriots aren't the best drafting team in the league, they can yeah. take these guys from other teams that flamed out or whatever and identify them for, for their chameleon mm-hmm. system because you don't want to call it a system. Uh, but just to, just to what philosophy. they do and kind of what they want to accomplish, what they want to accomplish. And that part's crazy that they don't, you know, really ever overpay no. anybody that's bad on their team where you look at it and you're like, oh, that's a dumb contract. So the, but the, everything they give out, it's like, oh, he deserved it. The one that honestly, and it's not in the usual mold of taking a cast off, but the one that honestly I think drives that point home more than anybody else is Stefan Gilmore. And I say that because when the Patriots signed Stefan Gilmore, he was not considered the best cornerback in the NFL. In fact, he was very up and down at the time. And they splash splashed on him. Big contract at the time, which now it looks paltry for the contracts that are getting dealt out, but huge contract at the time. And everyone was like, wow, it's not like the Pats to spend money like this, especially in free agency. And they were like, oh, you wait and, and, and they were like, and on top of that, they were questioning it. Like, you know, he's really good. He's really talented, but I don't think he's worth the money. I think the Pats overpaid a little bit. Right, but, but he's no Revis. But Belichick he's no knew what he was capable of. And he had the advantage of playing against him twice a year for a handful of years before signing him and seeing him up close. He immediately turned him into arguably the best cornerback in the entire NFL. It's not that, oh, he was a cast-off that turned into that. No, he was right. a really good player, but he was a guy that was up and down enough for the Bills that people questioned that, are the Patriots making the right move? This isn't very Patriots-like. And it turns out that they actually got a great deal on the best corner in the NFL. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff. Like, you can you can write a book on all the Kyle Vinoy's that they've brought out, but when you can do it with the studs, too, and that's where the that's why they can make up for sucking at drafting. And also, right. the fact that they have a million more draft picks than everyone else, because of his system and philosophy, which he does very much have, when it comes to hoarding draft picks and giving up draft picks for established NFL players— that is a system, absolutely, mm-hmm. and he and that is how he finds guys that fit into what he wants to do, and that's why he needs the headier players. Not anyone can succeed there because you're not just you're not just doing one thing. Did you like? Did you ever see? I can't remember if I read an article or it was on a podcast or a, a video that I watched, but it was it was like a, a statistician that talked about like the the I guess it'd be value or like the probability value or, or something of like the the number one pick overall is actually less valuable than multiple picks in future years i i mean it's common I mean, sense yeah, it makes sense it's absolutely common sense the but only- there but there's no that's what it was it was uh 
it was a, Malcolm Gladwell's revisionist history is a podcast I was listening to, and it was how like Wilt Chamberlain, um, one year shot really well from the free throw line because he was shooting underhanded like Jerry West who told him to do that. But then after a while, he reverted back to shooting normal and wouldn't. And it was like going against common sense thinking, right? Like because of groupthink and all that. That NFL all GMs were making fun yeah, of it. Yeah, essentially. No, you're not really shooting it, like yeah, that. Yeah, essentially that's what the whole podcast was about. But it was like NFL GMs will not trade that number one pick, even though it's more valuable to have more picks and you have a better chance of success with more picks. AJ, in how many years. times? I know. How many times have I banged on this pulpit and screamed? How many times did I say? Well, I'm just you validating the you, Lions. Telling you I you're said right. Bob Quinn. Thank you. I said Bob Quinn should be fired on the spot if he makes a draft pick to number three. Isn't that what I said? You yes. don't you don't make that pick, and if you make that pick, and if you make that pick, that pick is if you make that pick, it has to be Tua, and you put your balls on the table, yep. and you figure out where you're going on from there. You're but probably going to end up trading him to Miami or someone else to place them on the table. You do, and you have to have a brain and two things that he just doesn't have. So it's it's very depressing. But the the only the number one pick, so like in a year like this, I am using the pick because the one time it is okay to use and not get necessarily the value is when you have a chance at a generational quarterback. Like you got to take that chance. If you think Trevor Lawrence could be Patrick Mahomes, you got to take that chance. Cause that's the only way you're getting him. And you do need a quarterback or you, you should want a quarterback. So I, I think that's how most GMs think though. Like they might not think everybody is a, a generational pick, but when they look at their top guy on their board and they have the number one pick, they're like, Oh, even if he's not talked about as the next Peyton Manning, like Andrew Luck was, like, oh no, like Mitch Trubisky. That's because they're that's dumb. definitely the guy. They yeah, watch but, so mean, much I, film at clouds. Yeah, judgment. they are dumb. They well, watch I mean, so that's much what film they at think. clouds. And I mean, we might be dumb with Trevor Lawrence, right? He might suck. We don't know. But so, so that's that's the thing, though. So, like, you look at Trevor Lawrence, and you he look might at, be Matt Leiner. You look at his in, entire history, the skill set that he possesses, and you compare that. Sam you compare that to the guys before him, and the ones that panned out, the ones that didn't pan out, and you can clearly say. This guy, talent-wise, has generational talent. Now, that doesn't mean he's going to be a generational quarterback because it takes more than with? just the talent to do it. Who would I comp Trevor Lawrence with? Yeah. Honestly, like Patrick Mahomes like, would be the one. Like that's their, Now, I don't think he's going to be Patrick Mahomes, but like if I had to comp him to someone, that would be my comp. Like he, That's like the closest to him. I mean, he's not like, who else are you going to comp him to? Um, uh-huh. He's a very different right, quarterback right. than, say, a Russ Wilson. Right. Um, he doesn't have he he doesn't he's not as heady as say a Peyton Manning like he's he's very much he's a lot like Patrick Mahomes not as good as Patrick Mahomes certainly not yet and I doubt he'll ever get there but if you can be budget Patrick Mahomes yeah, that's Mahomes still a great injured. thing so I mean Mahomes if he Mahomes doesn't is just unreal I, he should go down as the best quarterback to ever play the game if he doesn't he uh, he's the best I've career. ever seen just like with my eyeballs. Okay. Like, oh, I've never now seen anybody do that as much as he has. With Mahomes. I, I, I'm, I'm, Did I'm, you see that backwards throw that Dan Marino, the video I posted? Are you kidding me? Like, how much do I you think... I still haven't seen Mahomes do that. How much do you think if Mahomes is in a different system? I'm not saying he's a system quarterback, so don't jump on that bandwagon. But given the talent that's around him, given the offense that Andy Reid has created for him and the ability to sling it everywhere, he's putting up these numbers. If he's in a different situation, is he still being talked about like this? Absolutely I think not. he can succeed in any situation 
given that you give him an offensive line that's not going to well, give him that's not the, play that's not the like question the Bengals so that's, right that's not what he asked though and that's and it's an important decision it is like i think if you put him on the lions now the lions are better than they are now that they have matthew Stafford. i you wouldn't know if you put him you on the packers not, you would not i think much i think the, the packers are a, uh, the super bowl favorite if you put him on the packers well the packers have a good team though <laughs> Like they have actual NFL, right? But players. they're not as good as the Chiefs. Not even around Aaron Rodgers. Well, like subtract Aaron Rodgers, subtract Mahomes. Subtract the Packers subtract, aren't as good as the Chiefs. Subtract Mahomes. Well, no, no the Chiefs have weapons. Yeah, the Chiefs have better weapons than the Packers do. Or even if you like, if you put them on the Patriots this year, right? A team who a lot of people are like, they don't have the weapons. I think you probably put the Patriots as like right up there with the Super Bowl favorites, right up there where the Chiefs are now. Definitely have them win in the East. I don't know about that one. I know if you put them on the Saints, they win the Super Bowl. But we're getting, that's not, that's not really the question anyways. So to really answer your question, it is incredibly important where a quarterback goes. Him getting drafted to Andy Reid and being able to sit, sit for a year, he could not have had a more perfect imaginable situation. Like he, he has hit his like NFL ceiling like for the, for how many years he's been in the league. Like right now, he's been at the ceiling like everywhere along the line because he fell into the perfect situation. If he got drafted to the Lions, he would be thought of legitimately the way Matthew Stafford is thought of. Like the exact same. Does that mean – that he wouldn't be as good? No, it doesn't mean that. But you, he would be completely hamstrung, and he wouldn't be able to put up the wins, and he wouldn't be able to put up the gaudy statistics that he does I mean, and do the I, fancy stuff that he does because of the place he's in. So, in that situation then, okay, I agree with everything you said. Like, his skill set is his skill set, right? What good is it to draft somebody at number one overall that's a budget Patrick Mahomes if you don't have the Well, we don't know what he's going to be. I, but that was your comp. So, if he doesn't have the weapons around him, all you're going to do... Like, legitimately, again, I, I, I said it kind of ch- tongue-in-cheek earlier, but, like, you put Trevor Lawrence on the lines next year, even with a year to sit behind Stafford, he never becomes what he could be. See, now, it's... I, I think it's because it's easier to get those weapons around a quarterback than it is to get, like, that franchise number one guy. Like, you can go get a receiver, a tight end, a running back, whatever. But you can't just go get yeah, a but, quarterback. But you right? can... Even, even Cam Newton didn't have a contract until the Patriots right, were like, 100%. hey, you want to play with us for a million dollars? But, but Russ and Wilson also was drafted in the third. Like, you find franchise guys... You can find franchise guys well, later. Well, hold so, on. Russ will it hold is, on. It is, hold he's, on. He's, he's, I understand that that was that's like... That's a little awful. dishonest. He's <laughs> an anomaly. He was short. He transferred. He didn't have well, a I mean, you got Tom Brady in the sixth round. That's not... That will never happen again. 199. That will never happen again. That will never happen again. That happen. That's one out of a million. Look at every quarterback that's ever been yes, drafted in the NFL. I, that's Paul, that's I, one. I'm not we talked about Mahomes situation. Mahomes dropped like, a Wilson like went 10? to a perfect. He yeah, like, and Wilson went to a perfect situation where he had a really stout defense and run game those first couple yeah. years, where he wasn't the Russell Wilson we mm-hmm. see now. Well, he didn't need to do anything. And then now they start. He didn't need to, but I don't think he could. I mean, he wasn't playing like this, and, and he couldn't. And have so think like about this. that right now. He had to have the time to to develop and move, and then where they started getting out the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch left. And now Russell Wilson is this bona fide, you know, top two quarterback. But see, that, maybe so this, the best see I think that ties that, exactly into what AJ is trying to but, say. And that, but that's what I, but that's what, and let me make my point. Cause I think you're going to agree with me, Paul. 
that I think exactly what you just said, Ryan, is exactly the way that you create you can create a franchise quarterback rather than having no, to necessarily see, that, see now I don't agree. Hold, with no, that. hold on. But, just listen. But, but you also have to okay, get hold Russell. Hold on, let's let him finish. Like if you have somebody that has like I understand that Wilson slid and and I I'm, I wasn't trying to be dishonest by saying like bringing him up because his skill set is his skill set. But I got you, AJ. But, I have your answers. But he we all know that the skill set of a quarterback is one thing, but his head and his confidence is a completely other thing. When you put Russell Wilson in the situation that you put him in with that defense and that run game, and he goes when he goes to Super Bowl in his second year. Yeah, they, yeah, they won in the right. second year. So, so now you've created not only that you have the skill set that you can't necessarily like te- you can develop, but you can't really teach it. But you, now you have this other aspect of the head and the confidence that allows him to grow to where he's at now. So th- that's all right, AJ, you ready for answers? Yeah. All right. So first of all, I I find obviously it leads right into your point. Uh, the two quarterbacks that we just talked about being drafted into the perfect situation are the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. You're right. running two quarterbacks because they weren't rushed. They were drafted in the perfect situation, and well, what do you know? Good. Now, now they're number one and number two. And you can even look at a guy. Uh, Matthew Stafford is an obvious example here, but you look at a guy like Andrew Luck that was not drafted in the perfect situation. People thought he was the next Peyton Manning, and even injuries aside, he disappointed. He never lived up to the hype. Now, it was a little bit unfair anyway, but he was not as good as people expected him to be, and they tried to put him on that pedestal, and he didn't live up to it even when he was healthy. If he had stayed in the game, would he have got to it? I don't know, but he's he's a good example of a guy that wasn't drafted in the perfect situation. Mm-hmm. He had some issues, but... To and right where away. you start, where you start to talk about, you can create a franchise quarterback if they're drafted in the right. So this is what you can create. What you can create is Dak Prescott. That's what you can create. You cannot create a Patrick Mahomes or a Russ Wilson. They were the perfect storm of being what they are and being in the perfect place to develop how they did. But they hurt infinitely better than talent-wise than pretty much every other quarterback out there. And right. no and, matter and, and, where and, they were drafted, they were going to be competent. Right. They might not have been what they are, but they would have been competent. 100%. They might not have got the playoff wins if they weren't drafted to the right place, but they would have been competent, good NFL quarterbacks. You can create in the perfect place, which Dak Prescott got drafted to the perfect place. Yes, he did, for him. But you've seen the limitations that come with that when you don't get the Patrick Mahomes or the Russ Wilson or what I think Trevor Lawrence can be, you end up the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. And that's not a place that I want to be either. I want to be Super Bowl I want to be better than that. So that's what you can create when you say, well, you, you can kind of create a franchise quarterback. That's what you can create. The thing is, to your overarching point, what you were saying about drafting him here and not have not us not being the perfect landing spot, right, is mm-hmm. what you were getting at. Yeah. You could boil that down to why should we ever try to find our Patrick Mahomes when we suck so bad we're going to waste him anyways. And I understand that attitude, but you have to – A, you have to keep trying. B, you have to understand it's a clean slate. 
if you were to tell me Bob Quinn was going to get to draft Trevor Lawrence and Matt Patricia was going to get to try to develop him, I would say this is the dumbest thing in the world. There's no point drafting him. I would agree with you 100%. But you're not doing that. <laughs> you have an entirely new GM and new coaching staff with a completely clean slate, and they get to build a team around Trevor Lawrence, who hopefully gets to sit for a year or so, and we can build up the O-line first, then maybe bring in some weapons, beef up the defense, not ask him to do too much in the beginning, and let him develop at his own pace that he should – with a completely and run, new Link, and run staff. Lincoln Riley's offense. Now, that doesn't mean stop. Now, that doesn't mean that it's going to work. We're still the Lions. We have a bad history. We're probably going to make the wrong GM hire, and we might ruin Trevor Lawrence the same way we ruined Matthew Stafford. But you got to take the chance. It, it just, Bob Quinn's not the one taking that chance. Like, if he's the one taking the chance, then Ooh. it's like, well, forget about it. Like, it's a completely wasted. You might as well trade back and pray you can hit on four the four picks you get for Trevor Lawrence. Like, it's dumb. But. You have to still try to get your Patrick Mahomes, your Wes Wilson, when you have the opportunity to. Like, you don't want to ever pick number one again. I don't want to be picking (laughs) number one again. Like, if we get the number one pick, I don't expect to be here for the next 15 years. Okay? So, let's get our guy, not miss on him, and then build around him the right way and let him develop. Like, that's the important thing. Because I don't want... I don't want to be have a really good GM that's really good at building a team, but we haven't found our quarterback, and yeah, we can make a Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott's not taking us to the Super Bowl, and we're stuck in this mm-hmm. good enough to make the playoffs, but not good enough to do anything. <laughs> I don't want to be that either. <laughs> I mean, I've seen that for 10 years. Like, I, Stafford is awesome. We've done nothing. I, I've, I've lived that out. I don't want that. Like, start with a clean slate. Hope you hit on – like, if Trevor Lawrence – can be as good as Stafford is. Like that's an amazing win. Like you just you had two bet you have back to back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Like let's not no, mess you better, this you one better up. You better be better than Stafford, let's not buddy mess boy. this one up. But you got to have the right GM. You get a clean slate and you hope that it works. And if he sucks, you broom his ass in four years. Why are you laughing, Matt? I know we suck. We're always going to suck to you. But no, he was he was young. No, I, no, I, I, no, I'm laughing because pre-podcast you said you wanted to do stuff quicker, and we've spent 25 minutes on Trevor Lawrence. AJ had a lot to say, <laughs> unsurprisingly, or surprisingly, sorry. But it's fine. At least this isn't boring. Old the Lions suck. Why do we give up 500 yards? It might be boring, Matt. Did you hear it? It's something different. At least we're not talking even, about even after Kyle Kuzma hit a three. Why, why the Lions? Why the Lions give up 500 yards a game? This is this is more interesting than that. Well, that's why we drafted Jeff Okuda. Yeah, that's gone great. Who, we, who apparently we didn't want. <laughs> Hold on. To be fair, no, that's, that's not fair. That's so that's so that's so unfair to him. So unfair. So like, not that I wasn't rooting for him before, but now I hope he's the greatest cornerback of all what time. What do you mean you weren't rooting for him? Because no, I said not that I wasn't. Oh, oh. But you saw okay. people after week one, like, oh man, it was. This is a mistake. Like, he bro, was hurt against the Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, you're Devontae talking. You mean, you mean week two? You mean week two? Yeah, no, just week two. Yeah, his first week. Just people like shitting on his performance, and it was a it was a bad performance. But he's a rookie, and you threw him out there. Like we talked about the quarterbacks in the perfect situation. That was like the worst situation you could have possibly got thrown in. Possibly. You're the number one quarterback, and it's your first game, and you're going against Aaron Rodgers. Wait, 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 hold up. Devontae Adams didn't do a damn thing this game. What you talking about? It was uh, No, I mean, that's because he got yeah. hurt. But then you still <laughs> had, N- you, you had MVS. 
you had you had your defense not be able to stop the run. So now automatically as a cornerback, you have to be like, okay, if they fake a handoff, I kind of have to bite because I know my linebackers aren't about to do shit. And then boom, play action right over your head. Devontae Adams legitimately had Okuda chasing ghosts at one point. Before he got hurt. And then he got hurt. Then he got hurt. <laughs> There's a lot of energy getting those ghosts out there. No, I. It's just it's dumb. Like corners, it, we talked about this pre-draft. A, I didn't want to draft at three, but I didn't want to draft Okuda. Not because it was anything against Okuda, but top ten, top fifteen corners, like early first round corners, they bust at like a higher rate than anyone other than quarterbacks. Like it's not like it's a hard thing in the transition from college to the NFL. It's so different. Like a lot of Michigan corners, Okuda is very grabby in college. It's not that he couldn't, can't be great. It's hey, there's going to be a learning curve and he might bust. Cause that's just what yeah. cornerbacks do. And you're wasting such premium draft capital to get him. I hated the value there. Yeah. And then even, so look at Slay. Slay was garbage his rookie year. Like, so bad his entire rookie year like there was no point during slay's rookie year where you were like yeah this dude's an all pro like in his future <laughs> there was no it thank was god. like yeah thank god we got it him. was like man another wasted second round pick you got to give cornerbacks time halfway through his second year he started to be like man this guy might be a player and then his third year he was like one of the best corners in the nfl like it takes time like for a lot of corners not everyone is patrick peterson out of the gate being a freaking all pro their rookie year like it, it doesn't happen like that i mean yeah Peterson was returning too, so he brought like other things to yeah. the table. It should have been a red flag with Okuda though when he said Cephas was his toughest covering. Uh, right? Well, <laughs> although college is a little bit different. So, like, hold on, sir. Uh, college was a little different, and yeah, no, I don't. Oh man, like was... as as much as I don't like Donovan Peoples Jones, like, he's <laughs> got to be better than Quincy. A little harder to cover when he runs a four four at, versus at least. I mean, you you at least got to be fast, but no, I mean, it's not it's nothing against Okuda. It's not his fault. No, and like I now I like him even more, honestly, just because like people are shitting on him. I, and why are you shitting on? So, and that's what I hate the because most. Because that's like, how dis it's disenfranchised not his fault. fans he are. He got drafted at three because they they looked at the PFF. Yeah, list. he and did he not. Ninety eight out of ninety nine. He did not draft himself at number three. <laughs> that's not his fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> that's that was the one positive thing you could always say about Ebron. Like he didn't ask to be that's taken. A, it's like 10. it's like. You you shit on these players like it's like it's not like he came out and was like man screw the Lions I should have been drafted number one overall I'm not playing for them like (laughs) he didn't do this he hasn't said anything like negative but he got overdrafted at three like that's not his fault and now he's a rookie and he's got to cover Devontae Adams while he's got Aaron Rodgers throwing back shoulder fades and yeah no no preseason you got a rookie corner being thrust into the spot hurt with no preseason. And you're shitting on him. It's like, come on, man. Like, take your frustration out on Bob Quinn. Take your frustration out on Matt Patricia. Do not shit on a rookie corner, like, in this situation. It's just absurd. All right, well, speaking of being able to take our frustration out of this team, we've got another week where we get to do it again. A team that we faced to start the season last year in another game where we (laughs) had our... 24-6, is that right? Our defeat snatched away from the jaws of victory. Another double-digit lead. (laughs) Uh, This time around against the Cardinals, uh, I feel the Cardinals are going to fare a little better against the Lions than last year uh, with the offense that they are currently exhibiting uh, behind Cliff Kingsbury's uh, 
oh wait, hang on. We don't want to say philosophy, right? We don't want to. We don't want to trigger or, or system. We, we don't want to or system. We don't want to trigger Paul here. <laughs> Clint but, uh, Kingsbury's thoughts. <laughs> his process. But the Cardinals his, and the Lions. His, the Cardinals have poems. definitely looked better so far this season than our Lions have. And two and zero, baby. What can we? What can we expect this weekend against the for the kittens? A, a whole lot of points, points. by the Arizona Cardinals. Well, both teams. Both teams are going to score a lot of I'm, points. I don't even think are so. Are you sure? Like, no, so yeah, I'm, a, Lions, I'm 100% you, the sure. The Lions could get to like 24. No. But I could see I could see another like 20. We just lost 21-42. I could see that like exact same scenario playing. The, if, I will be shocked if the Lions don't score 30 points. Well, prepare to be shocked. No, You're so. Right? You, you, want, you, want, you want to make like a lunch bet so, on that? Arizona is the worst. A little Uber Eats Arizona is the worst defense we face. Not that they're a terrible defense, but they're the worst defense we face. Arizona is going to score a lot, and they're going to score often. Okay, which is going to force us to keep moving the ball and keep scoring, unless somehow we keep them to field goals. No, we have Adrian Peterson as our little shiny object to distract us from how bad the team is. So we're just going to keep feeding them the rock. We're going to have to score points. Stafford is absolutely capable of going out there and balling out. We had to score points. Galladay is back. Like Galladay's actually going to play. A football game. With a bus yeah. you actually string. Hang on. You actually like him now? I thought you never liked Galladay. I always loved Galladay. The, what are you talking about? Man can't, no, can't, was, can't uh, create yeah, any separation. Yeah, he, he wasn't Hold as on. good as Elshon Jeffrey stop, at stop, 95 stop, years old. Stop. He's not stop. actually that good. He can't create any separation. Stop. No, you, you were on the Elshon Jeffrey train too. Hold on. I'm not stop. just going to throw that up. We need <laughs> proper context. No, that was both of you. Actually, he was more upset about than I was. But anyway, we need proper context here. Galladay being overrated does not mean I do not love Galladay and he's not a very good receiver. Two, you said two, he was worse. You said he was worse things. than a very bad receiver. Oh my god! <laughs> I did too. Alshon Jeffrey at his best. Kenny Galladay at his I best. I will take Alshon. No, Jeffrey. it wasn't even at his best. It was last year. It was. Oh my god! It was. It was ninety-five year old Alshon Jeffrey. <laughs> Against last year, lead the league in touchdowns. Kenny Prime Alshon was, like, was better than Kenny Galladay when we were having it, the, it, when we were having argument. When it we was were just having the conversation. At, at the time. Alshon was hurt. No, it was we not. did not know how he was going to come back. We were projecting him to come back no, we to knew. what he was. Me and, me and Dylan knew. Oh, we knew exactly what Alshon was right. going to do. Just want to say another week no, of we uh, the Eagles proving me right that they were better with BDN. Stop. Stop. Yep. <laughs> oh, my God. Carson Wentz is god awful. That's. Oh, God that's off. so sad because One touchdown, I, I picks, love Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is I fine. love Carson after man. hated him like coming out of college. And I love him now because I think he's really good. But yeah, man, the Eagles look No, he was good. Trash. He ain't good no more. His confidence. After, after, anyway, after Foles stole his Super Bowl swag. Yep. He's, damn he's right. the Super Bowl Listen, this, this, this BDN took that BD energy and... <laughs> I, I I am pounding the over on this game. I expect the over to be around fifty, and I am pounding the over on this game, like just a million dollars. You, you want to make a, a twenty-eight and a half point bet for the Lions? You bet lunch. We ain't got. We ain't well, got so money. here's the thing: the the Lions score is directly proportional to what Arizona scores. Like if Arizona drags out the game because they're just handing it off and getting eight yards of play and they are content to do that. And, and still putting up 42 points. Well, they're not going to put up as <laughs> yeah, many I mean, points because like, I... the game will shorten. So that's the thing is 
this game is going to go how Arizona wants. Didn't shorten for the Packers. Arizona's going to score. Aaron Jones went dumb. But Arizona's going to score. But you know Arizona doesn't want a grinded out game. That doesn't benefit them. It does. They can get some rest and relaxation. Well, no. If 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 Kenyon Drake just pounds the no, line, they're trying to get they're trying to get Kyler. But what I'm MVP. getting at is they, they're going to score at will. But I don't know how many possessions they're going to have. They might score on long drives if they yeah, feel like taking being lackadaisical. So if the I, game I, shortens, I, I don't know what's going to happen. What I do know what's going to happen is the Lions. So maybe if Arizona scores 30 points, well, then the Lions are only scoring 20 points. You know what I mean? But if Arizona drops 45 like they can, the Lions might score 34 or 35. You know what I mean? Like it's, it, we, our scores, we're going to lose. We're probably going to lose by double digits. But it's going to be directly proportional to what Arizona uh, decides can, to put up on the board. Uh, uh, I'll I'll think of I'll think up of like a contingency, like if Arizona scores over thirty five. Well, it's just make it. I think the Lions will score two thirds of what Arizona scores. Like that would be the contingency. I'll have to think about that. Thinking of how much I think Arizona scores, I think you're probably onto it. I gotta do the math when I'm a little bit. So more like, sober. if they score thirty, <laughs> we score twenty. If they score forty five, we score thirty. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think we can score twenty. But where we get to like twenty eight, but like so that extra touchdown. So if if they score forty five, now we have to score thirty. Yeah, like if they score forty, I don't think we score twenty eight. And I don't know how that math works out in my head, but well, what do you think we score? We'll you think we score twenty five? No, I think we'll get to like twenty. Yeah, twenty four, twenty five. So like twenty four, I think if my math isn't terrible. 24, it, we would have to get to 25 to cover. So, like, two-thirds, so, like, 0.67 times 42 is 28 points. Actually, I don't no, think we're covering. We'd I, have th- to score I think we can go over so, because so I think if they score 40 and we score 20, it's 60. And 60 is obviously the over. So, no, no, no. I'm not talking the over. I think we're going over for sure. But if they scored 42 points, us scoring two-thirds of that is 28. It would. So, that's what I'm saying. So, if they score 42, I think we're okay. scoring 28 or more. I can uh, I, I can deal with that. So like two thirds, I think. So two thirds would be the best. See, I, I but I wouldn't just say so. I would have a contingent on like forty two. I wouldn't just say two thirds because if for whatever reason they only score thirty, I think we could get to. 20. Well, okay. What number do you want to put it on? So it would be like if the Cardinals scored forty two points, the Lions would have. But is to that score is that the bar? Is thirty seven the bar? Like where's the bar? Where's it start? Like where's the? We, bar? I mean, we could put the bar at yeah, 30. like thirty seven and a half, thirty eight and a half. If the if they get thirty eight, then the Lions would have to get twenty eight. Is well, what I would suggest to you. Thirty eight times point six seven. So if they scored thirty eight on the dot, we'd have to score twenty six. I like that. Like I like the two thirds number. Twenty five, twenty six. Ah, no, it, it would have to be twenty eight because I think we can get the cheap twenty seven. All right, so I see. I see what you're saying. So if they score at least. 38 this, this is way too much it's for the very podcast. You're making this, this cannot make the podcast. It's, you're making it very complicated. So you're saying if they score at least 38 points. I'm not. I'm just saying if they score 38 points, I don't think the Lions get to are within 10 of that. Okay. All right. AJ, the Lions, got, the Lions got the Cardinals at five and a half. Is that right for you? Is that insane for you? Oh, it went you? down because it was like six, six and a half. The latest line well, I Vegas saw was five something. and a half. Yeah, Vegas knows. They know what they're now watch. When they, Paul's, they when Paul's doing the bet. picks, he's like, <laughs> Arizona minus right. The spread is uh, Arizona minus five and a half. Yeah. No, that, no way. Arizona covers. They probably double that number at least. 
At least they might <laughs> even the triple spirit. it. They might. Oh, the, that's the spirit. Listen, I, love it. I, feel, I feel like Morpheus in the Matrix. Like, welcome to the real world. Yeah, <laughs> like in reality, like the lions shouldn't even show up on Sunday. They don't even have a chance. AJ is going to pay because his here, here's the thing. Like, I, I of taking the Arizona Cardinals minus eleven. Like, okay, hold on. I, I need. I'm sorry to interrupt you, AJ, but I got it. We, we need to take a breather here for a second. I, I want to bring this back to reality just a little bit. We have spent a lot of time crapping on the Lions, rightfully so. I gotta ask you a question. Can though, we before we get back to reality? We're acting like the Cardinals are the 07 Pats <laughs> well, while we're still can, in dream. Okay, mode. can I? But let me ask you a question. Like, no, but but the they, Lions. It gets the us back to reality because we have not talked about this okay why is adrian peterson on our team i think the adrian peterson signing he's was a, great because he's a son of god there was, that's no why. the adrian peterson signing was Shut good we have two young running backs one that disappointed one that's a rookie adrian peterson still has some juice left so he can take up some beating that they don't have to while teaching them how to be professional running backs i think that was i think that's one of the best signings bob and, quinn's made and if there is any city you get the where beating your kids is encouraged detroit's one of them there you go. And you get the sweetness of that novelty Adrian Peterson Detroit Lions jersey. 100% on, that's no, getting just, added I to just my better, was Ryan, like, Here, here's this shiny jersey? tinsel to play with to distract you from how Ryan, terrible we are. Better than the jersey yep. is going to be the Madden Ultimate Team Legend cards. Ooh. <laughs> where he's got a, a Lions oh, helmet instead of a... <laughs> Oh, yeah, that Lions Chem team, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's where I'm digging. AP. We got That's we funny. got a backfield of AP and Barry. Uh, no, so I I tweeted this um, like a couple years ago when AP was in his prime. You know, like I say with Mahomes now, like, oh, this is the best quarterback I've ever seen with my eyeballs. I was like, Adrian Peterson can absolutely be the best running back of all time. And then, you know, he obviously uh, had what he had, and he took, like, a year off. And then he went to some other teams and didn't necessarily pan out. But I still love him. He's still okay, one no, of my favorite His bounce back from the ACL tear was unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that was – you don't you do not do that as a running back. And he did that that late in his career yeah, like as those, a running those back. first couple years in Minnesota, I was like, man, there is not – No, AP's like, been there's no nobody general. else I've ever seen. And, no, I wasn't alive for, you know, Barry, Jim Brown, Walter Payne, anybody – but I was just like looking at what Adrian Peterson was doing, and I was like, "There's no way anybody's better than this guy." So I'm I'm glad he's in Detroit. For me, it was like Iverson to the Pistons, yep. even though that was obviously a terrible. It didn't work out, but Iverson was my favorite player ever. So the time it happened, I was like, "Yeah, Allen Iverson." It's Iverson to the Pistons my, without my losing Chauncey. Man. Also, it's <laughs> me. Me and Ryan literally lived through that period of time in the exact same mental state, like just like a thousand percent <laughs> the same, like. No one was cooler than AI. It's, it's AJ. It's Gary Sheffield of the Tigers. Oh, I love yeah, Sheffield too. I, I only saw Tim, Sheffield. Come on, you know, Tigers, you know, you were happy I, Gary I Sheffield say, was a Tiger for a minute. I, I, Punch of the, the thing, Tiger like, is not bad either. I just, I just don't like. I was like, okay, well, we drafted a running back two years in a row, right? In the second round. Yep. Well, no, not in a row. No. Carry on wasn't in a was row. Three years no, ago, Carry on's been in the league for three years now. Well, this is his third year. This is his third year in the league. He Man. got hurt. He yeah, last year's yeah, second round right. pick was uh, Tavai. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, let's. That, can right. we not but, talk but, about but, our but, fucking but the draft point picks? Still stands, <laughs> and and the year before, Carry on was uh, Tease Tabor. 
Uh, oh, can we stop? <laughs> Cur- Please. No, that was intentional to get you mad. Oh my! Why? The second round <laughs> is an- the another, second round a- is literally thing, if, hell. If we have any listeners still going, first of all, thank you. Second of all, Paul was dead on on the oh, tease table as soon as they on. picked him. And there's there's video on DSN. You probably don't have to scroll too far back to it. He was just incensed. <laughs> you could see the look of just shock and disappointment on his face when Tabor's name came across the screen. So good on you, Paul, for calling that ex- immediately from the jump. I appreciate the kind words. I wish I was wrong. I so I wish that could have been like a point where they could have been like, "This is why Bob Quinn's the GM, and you're an <laughs> what, idiot." What, where they looked at the video and they were like, "Oh, we don't want to pick him instead." He was also very critical of the Quandre Diggs trade, which you can find on the Sports Carnage YouTube, where uh, it's the only YouTube video we have with no video, but it's just the it's just the audio of Paul in his car, and I I usually do the videos, and we we let Paul do this one because we knew he was by far the most passionate about it, and he was driving, giving like his live reaction in the car, probably some road rage. I was there. so mad, man. But it but it's a it's a fantastic video and listen if you haven't heard it. Is it this is the live Quandary audio where you can though. hear Paul push his wife out of the car, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad that there's like five people in the entire world that would understand that. She won't even. Yeah, Paul, She'd be listening Paul claims like, that she jumped in her own of her own volition. But there's no proof either but, way. But really, they just got a fifth round pick. And Paul went, what? <laughs> she said, baby, it might not be that bad. Door open. <laughs> she said, don't worry. There's no way they draft a kick returner that they don't that they end up cutting before no, the season she starts. Said, she said, it's just a game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm surprised you didn't run her over a couple times after that, too. Man, during, during week one, I was up north and I was watching the game. I was with my brother. And uh, my brother's wife, so my sister-in-law, and then my girlfriend, too. And me and my brother are uh, very passionate about what's going on. So we're MFing the Lions just up and down as we can see week one crumbling before our eyes. And that was essentially the response. You know, it was just a game from my sister-in-law and my girlfriend. And it was just like the the dead, the dead eye stares we could give them. It's like, but the Lions suck. Like, I know. <laughs> you ain't got to tell 26, me. For 26 years, I've known this suck. You don't have to tell me. It's sad. Like, I. Why do you, uh, I, why do you watch every Sunday? I didn't even, I didn't grow up in a oh, household that loved sports in general. I shouldn't say sports in general. I didn't grow up in a household that loved the Lions. Like, my dad, my dad gave me my first love of, of Michigan. And then he was a big Pistons fan. He liked the wings. Like, but he always told me from day one, he's like, the Lions will only disappoint you. Like, so I don't, I don't watch the Lions. Like, my you don't need to watch, watch the Sunday. Lions. I literally, I never, <laughs> never in my life did I ever, the Lions are the only team I never watched with my dad ever once. Like, I never watched the Lions game with my dad in my life. Other than, well, so Thanksgiving on in the background while we're eating dinner, like at my grandparents, that doesn't really count. I never watched, like, a real, sat down to watch a real game with my <laughs> dad. I was like, ah, they're not my 40. So... It wasn't until later on, like it was like, I don't know, like seventh grade ish, and I started doing kind of my own thing and really, really getting into sports. Wait, hold like up. Heavy, heavy. So, you being a Lions fan is your own fault? Yes. Oh, you're an idiot. Oh, I man. was warned. I was warned and told by, and not just, and so, like, yeah, so my dad, right? But then when, when the game would be on in Thanksgiving and I get to watch my, 
grandfather, who I, I don't think, uh, actually, maybe some of you have met him, came to the wedding. My grandfather's from Greece, and he's a little, he's foreign. He's very foreign. And uh, listening to him talk mad shit about the Lions every Thanksgiving and how stupid what, they why are. Does your, why does your family look Macedonian? And, uh, <laughs> it's close. It's not far from Greece. Um, no, like, my whole life I was told, like, how just garbage of a franchise the Lions was. And yet somehow I still... Pick I don't this team. All the teams you could have picked in like 2001. Honestly, it's Stafford's fault. No, you know what it's happened all, is, is Paul fault. saw that quarterback from Georgia and he's like, you know what? This guy's different. That's literally what happened, man. It's like, I literally, I felt like Stafford, it might have been the Cleveland game, honestly. But I don't even think, I don't even know, man. I, yeah. I fell in love with Stafford and it's, it was a wrap. You know, that is one of my like, favorite football it, games to watch, though. Yeah, that's a great on the, one. On the... On the kind of the topic of like Stafford and falling in love, I had one of my uh, best friends. We met in high school, but like where we first started to really like be friends was in gym class. We'd have to run like three miles around the basketball court every day. Not three miles, three laps around the basketball court every day. Uh, and me and him would just walk. And when it got time, like kind of leading up to the NFL draft, and it was clear that the Lions weren't going to do shit. Because, you know, it's in May, normal years. I don't know, or April, I think back then. Yeah. Um, like we were just talking, like, you know, who do you who do you want? Da da da. And we were going back and forth, and the debate was like Vinnie Curry, who I think went third and was just total bust. Andre Smith, who went second, I want to say to the Bengals, like Matthew Stafford. And both of us were like, I think I think it's Stafford. Like I think Stafford's the guy. So like every Sunday now, we basically text um, like about the Lions, and you know it's all negative. <laughs> oh, they they effing so suck. Sad. I can't believe this. So we need X, Y, and Z, but. Yeah, man, go show you. The the Lions will bring people together, and then <laughs> they'll make them stay together and bond stronger because they're so bad. It's sad. And it's just so easily recognizable by everybody. It's messed up. I had I had a chance to be... I, I had a chance to be Lions-free, and I got sucked in. And I will never... I didn't, and this... This week I watched the game so with my cousin Ryan, the uh, another Ryan Griffin. We have the same name, who is a a Packers fan, born in Michigan, should have no reason to like the Packers except his player. He didn't latch on to a Matthew Stafford. He latched on to Brett Favre. It's so dumb. So so he was always a hardcore Packers fan, and to his credit, not that they've been bad a lot, but like he never wavered or switched or was like, "Oh, I'm Packers first and Lions second. It was always like, "No, I only care about the Packers." He didn't follow so Favre the on, Jets. No, he liked Favre, and he has a Favre Jets jersey, and he has a Favre Vikings jersey. But we were talking about it this week, and he's like, "I don't like to wear the Vikings jersey because, like, I don't want to wear Vikings colors." Right. He's like, and he's like, and the Jets was just a was just a, a bad thing overall. I, I don't understand how um, it how it. But happens. I mean, yeah, to to his credit, he he always stayed true to the Packers. It's not hard. They went from the Packers, Favre to Rogers. But, so I it, this is it. Honestly, it makes I, me more sad because we talk about how I fell into the Lions. Before I met you guys, my closest friend group, there's six of us, right? Half of them are fans of not Lions NFL teams. Two of them. Yeah, and, and, two, the, and then we dethrone two them. Two of them. <laughs> suckers. Two of them. And one, one of my best friends, I just stood up in his wedding. Diehard Packers fan. Brett Favre jerseys. Packers bedspread in his room. Like, all, like from be a young kid. Like, always. That is a hideous 
bedroom. Jeez. Oh, so gross. Yeah, so man. the I'm colors are everywhere. so gross. But not just him, but one of my other best friends, both Packers fans. And then so get so they have obviously they've had plenty of success, right? My yeah. other friend, close other Ryan actually. There's two Ryans in our our league. Other Oh yeah, 4 and 0. Yeah, they're actually leading the league. So other Ryan is an OG Seahawks fans. Like, back to the days well, of... Wait, that's, what's OG? That's, that's not Hold bad. Hold on. Can't OG for our age. Matt it's Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck. It's, it's and Sean, Sean Alexander. Alexander. We're, take, we're taking the ball and yeah, we're yes, taking yes. it down the so, field. So, now, obviously not OG. Like, like, we're, in the we're still, we're the still pretty young. Seahawks. We're still pretty we're young, Super right? Roll, so, ever. but that's... Uh, we grew up... The Detroit Super And he had on his wall... Sean Alexander, Matt Hasselbeck posters, right? So this is so I grow up having posters or having, fatheads. No posters, like legitimate old school okay. po- frame posters, like sweet posters, right? He's got jerseys because we had fatheads. so I grew framed? up. We were cool like that. I f- we had I fall into the Lions anyway, and then I have to grow <laughs> up in my room for ten. Years. I have to grow up with these kids that are not Lions fans that watch their teams. Have Aaron Rodgers and Russ Wilson <laughs> and win Super Bowls and be good like every year. And I'm sitting here still alive. Stafford's fan. just as good as those like, guys. This is <laughs> bullshit beyond belief. Like they were raised in the same town as I was. How does this ha- What did I do to deserve this? And one of them like the black court. That's crazy. It's It sucks, man. It sucks, dude. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> how we Misery. became Lions fans. Misery. How did how you? We're still Lions how, somebody, fans. how somebody who grew up in the thumb liked Russell Wilson. Well, he, he liked the Seahawks. That's, that's the He liked the Seahawks way like, before well, I was an way NC State Russ fan, Wilson. and then I became a Wisconsin <laughs> was, fan. Way before I, Russell I was really I was really rooting for Matt Flynn. Way before Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson just kind of took over. No, what, Matt, how did you become a Lions fan? What do you mean? I lived in Detroit from age three till ten. But you're a Lakers fan. You took that side of California with you. I'm also a Pistons fan. But so why don't you have any LA football teams you like? Because LA football teams didn't have Magic Johnson. <laughs> because he covered the Chargers, who were in San Diego. The 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 the, the Spartan great that went to football back then was freaking Tony Mandarich. I guess to be fair, so you coming up what about Bubba Franks? You kinda you're <laughs> a little, off, a little Bubba past Smith. my time. Bubba your Smith, prime growing Franks. into sports would have been Barry, right? Yeah. So that's I guess that makes sense. Like you had you Yeah, had I had Sanders, a I had, had a Barry Sanders, Sanders uh like this like silver bullet like poster. I remember like it was like a train or something behind him or some shit. <laughs> I have a I have a Barry Sanders Coors Light. It's not a poster. It's like a it's like a metal Emotion. poster, if that makes sense. You the lines are so like what, bad. Like what you would see hang up in a bar. Like it's not paper, it's metal. The yeah. Lions no, my, franchise is so bad that the Or I, I think it's Budweiser, maybe not. Cool the one level headed person of this group just chooses not to care about professional football. <laughs> AJ? Yeah. That ma- that makes his life so much less fun. <laughs> makes it less stressful. Like he's just like ah, I don't pay attention to the Lions. He's stuff. got enough stress. No, he, he's he, he's all right, he's only no, got the like, to okay, be mad let, at. Let me be very clear about my fandom here, okay? I want the Lions, obviously, to be successful. I'm done caring about whether the Lions will be successful because, <laughs> like, I, I'm i not, like, okay, I you guys know I don't have cable, so I don't really watch, like, 
all the updates I get is from watching Matthew Stafford's score either increase or decrease based on how he's playing on my fantasy team. <laughs> like, I, I might check and see, like, what play they ran to score their touchdown, but I have not watched a, I haven't even seen a single game clip from this year yet. Um, because you didn't see I'm the just, drop? I don't care. Like, oh, man. until Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn are out, this team's not going to get better. And until they prove to me that it is worth watching again, it's just not worth my time. You know there's what it so is? Many, uh, there's so many other things I can be doing with my time than watching the lines. Like, like, like writing books, you best-selling author. <laughs> you know what like it is, is AJ played quarterback in college, and then he saw the Lions draft Joey Harrington, and he's like, I'm better than him. <laughs> well, see, I like Joey <laughs> Harrington at Oregon. I did too. I thought he was going to be okay. It, like, I was actually excited when he was coming to Detroit. Like, I thought that was pretty cool because, like, legitimately. He's on the cover I, of NCAA. I, I liked him at Oregon. Like, he was one of the guys I followed, and, and so, like, I was, I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Like, he's coming to Detroit, whatever. And then that was like that was the Matt, like the beginning of the Matt Millen era, wasn't it? Yeah, no, I was. And in... it just was like all downhill from there. And I was just like, you know, I and to echo what Paul has said, I think an hour and sixteen minutes ago, you have to sit rookie quarterbacks their first year, <laughs> and they obviously didn't do that with Harrington. Ball game, nope. Right. So, so it's, it's an anomaly. Roethlisberger didn't sit his first year. They won what fifteen one. But again, that, that's what, like those yeah, anomalies a heavy happen, red, right? Yeah. A like, heavy run offense that is good already, right. which is what the Steelers exactly. were. Which is exactly. you know we look at these quarterbacks yeah. that have succeeded right out the gate. Ah, that's we, what they had. We we probably need more time. Do you think Roethlisberger is underrated all time, like now, because he's been kind of trailing off the last couple of years? Because like nope. his his resume is hella impressive. I think he's probably but you might just not think that he's that good. I think he's probably properly rated because I think most people rate him as a as a good Hall of Fame quarterback. Like so, I, I think he I think he's slightly underrated, but I wouldn't have a problem with saying he's properly rated. Like I don't, but I just wondered if anybody thought like, oh, Roethlisberger sucked. Like you know how people no, look at like, no, he's like definitely, Eli's he's definitely two, not overrated. like Eli's two Super Bowls is like oh Eli's garbage, he is trash. the biggest anomaly that we've ever seen in whatever. And I think probably most people would agree with you, uh, but I was wondering if you had that same sentiment with Roethlisberger because even I think when you bring up like top twenty quarterbacks of all time, I I don't think Roethlisberger gets mentioned that much. No, and I don't I, think I, so either. I I think he's probably close to that top twenty. See, I don't maybe not in it because I haven't obviously done so that's list, that's the problem but. is once you start getting that deep and I'm not old enough to properly evaluate. So yeah, I can sit here and I can tell you Dan Marino is better than Big Ben, but can I tell you that the fifth best quarterback that year was better than Big Ben? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I guess where do you where do you think that he peaked in? Like, I act like we're talking to a bunch of Pittsburgh fans. Where do you think that he peaked, like, in terms of he was this ex-best quarterback in the NFL during any given year? Probably 2012. Do you think he was ever second, third, fourth? Oh, oh, peak? Because he was always under under Uh, Brady. He was probably always under Manning until, like, Denver. Well, actually, yeah, because then Breeze, too. Well, no, because I think at times he was better than Breeze. I would say third would have been his peak. Mm, I don't think I I ever had Ben Roethlisberger as the third-best quarterback in football. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think I ever I, had him that. And like just that. just thinking, like, and I know me and but Paul that are probably might parallel to thinking on this. Like, I was probably point. thinking like third, like behind Brady Manning. There's probably a year where he traps Brees. I mean, it's that might be that might be to Ryan's point, right? Like, about yeah, him no, exactly. Maybe, Maybe being a little underrated because I mean the dude won, right? Like he, he was, and he won immediately, and he won consistently, and obviously yeah. he has the the two Super Bowls. With, yeah, but with all, but also with the top three best run NFL organization all time, like the Steelers. But, so, have but you had can't so hold what, that. One of the reasons, and the I will say this, years. and right, Matt, you're absolutely right. One of the reasons that you maintain as the best run franchises because you draft a franchise quarterback no they drafted franchise running backs <laughs> they kept dueling if out you drafted running back after running back after ben, running back and you didn't have those two super bowls in the last 15 years maybe since 06 so like 14 i don't think they'd be looked at today as one of the i best i do on the point of him starting as a rookie a couple things he didn't start start in the beginning of the year um he did he started a few games in because um, he actually he went, went fi- how no. many though? Because they he were went, like 15 he went fifteen and one. and one as a rookie. No, he didn't. He went thirteen and zero as a rookie. Oh, so that's less impressive. No, it's actually it's arguably more impressive. But <laughs> oh, it is. I'm, oh, so I'm, he I'm was not thrown. He was not thrown into the fire off the rip. And his stat line he was it. Tommy threw, Maddox. He seventeen touchdowns, eleven interceptions. Like he wasn't asked. I, oh, I, I thought do. it was Charlie Batch. Was it Charlie? No, was it Tommy I, don't, I think it was. Tommy he Maddox. wasn't asked to do. No, Much he has the worst. Paul, do you, Paul, do you, Paul? Can you? I'm sure. I'm sure you're on yeah, Pro Football can, Reference. Can you can. see who's that starter? He I has the worst performance as a winning quarterback in Super Bowl history. So that Super Bowl against Seattle, worse than Peyton Manning. It was. Yes, it was Tommy and the two guys that he. Okay, good job, Matt. And the two guys that he beat in the Super Bowl, right? Kurt Warner and Aaron Rodgers. And I no, know he did he play bad on, in one of those. He didn't beat Aaron Rodgers. What? Green Bay won that Super Bowl. Oh shit! You're right. He beat. No, yeah, he beat Hasselback. Yeah, I'm stupid. You're right. You're right. You're right. So he made three, one, two. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. And Big Ben is the reason that Pittsburgh lost that Super Bowl. They gave Green Bay 14 or 17 quick points, and they were playing catch up because Big Ben kept turning the ball over. Oh yeah, that that 06 Super Bowl we just talked about. That was so terrible. It was cool. It was in Detroit. Uh, it was cool because the bus took... got to come home and win it, win it. In, yeah. you know, in his in his swan song. Yeah, in his they had like a. They had like a Super Bowl experience, I think, at Cobo Hall. And me and my um, Cobo Hall, Cobo Center, whatever it is. But I think no, my Cobo uncle Hall's took right. me. My, my uncle was there, and my brother took me and my younger brother there. No? You didn't go to the Super Bowl experience? I mean, you uh, you went there. I'm sorry. He's he's right here talking to me, so you don't <laughs> have to include this. I'm no. I'm sure he was there. I, I, can, I can't picture a spot where. He's like, no, nah, I got the shaft. He said he said he was four, which is a fair retort. Oh, that is because he would have been in 06? Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm me, sure I was there. in college. Punk ass. First year of college. Joey Harrington sucked. Dude. I think he did, but he didn't. So you don't understand. <laughs> like he was so. But he didn't at all. Bring back. Like he no, had, I'm like he, he wasn't even good in college. Stop. Yes, he was. Stop it. Paul was like, Paul was like, you no, know what? AJ on. is better. God. Paul, Aaron there was. Not. Hang on, Paul. Stop. 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 He's I was so in New bad. York in 2001, He's his so Heisman bad. year. 
All right, there was a billboard. He never won the Heisman. I know that. I'm talking about the year that he went up for the okay. Heisman. There was a billboard right. in New York, half the size of the freaking skyscraper, with Joey Harrington and a big Oregon Duck jersey on. In New York. Why? Paul, Why? It's in New York. Why is Paul, Joey Harrington Paul, you know what Matt because said to me in private good. chat? He said Joey Harrington was a bigger robbery than Christian McCaffrey not one night. Oh, my God. Stop it. Listen. So I I I did not That's watch. That's so funny that you were thinking about I that. Did not, he was on the cover of NCAA. I did, did not you know watch Oregon football in 2000. Okay. Un- no, until Dennis Dixon beat I, the Brakes off Michigan. I wasn't watching them in 2000. So I, that is a caveat. And I know the game was a little different back then. We are talking about a career 55 percent passer. That bro, that's Josh That Allen. in college, barely threw two touchdowns for every pick he threw. In college, like college where you put up audacious stats, all right? Like college where you, where Marcus Mariota threw like two picks to a hundred touchdowns and we seen what he was in the NFL. In That's probably my worst quarterback evaluation. In college, in college where you should be lighting the world on fire and it's not like he was at an FCS school with no talent around him, okay? No, and he I, had the Garrett Blunt running the ball. Right. He didn't need to throw it. Yeah, yeah. Except he didn't throw it well when he did. <laughs> he did not have Garrett Blunt. You would think, that was so far after. <laughs> you would think. You would think with. Why are we doing this? Stop. You remember when the Garrett Blunt pledged? Punch, that's my favorite. That's right. the moment. That is the moment I was like, this dude. I love this dude. Like, I want to draft. <laughs> yeah, I want to draft this dude. I was actually on Lil Garrett Blunt's side. I was one. like, man, dude this dude has me. fight. I want to draft this dude tomorrow. Like, I want this guy on my team. No, I'm looking like Joey Harrington sucked. And, like, he wasn't, he wasn't literally. Matt, if that's true, why was he? He. Why did everybody his love senior him so year? Much? His senior well, year. Why? Why did Jabril Peppers get? It was. It was his senior no, no. year. Yes, that's true. He too. he he literally got a little bit better every year in the production department, but then he cut the turnovers like drastically his senior year. And Oregon, I think, had a pretty darn good season his senior year too. Didn't they win like eleven uh, games or something or ten games? I believe yeah, eleven, twelve games. Um, they. The, it was it was enough again for him to be on the cover of NCAA, so he, which is which is not nothing. He had he had. Not like incredible production, like solid production, but he cut the turnovers a lot, and he still only completed fifteen percent of his passes, like his Heisman candidate year. Like, and I know it was different back then. So, like a, a deep throw. Pe- deep people throw, weren't baby. completing seventy percent of their passes with regularity back then. I know it was a little different, but we're there's, still there's no we're talking college, man. Like I, you know Kellen what it makes Moore me think. You know what it makes me think of honestly. Like I'm like with it's like a more experienced Trubisky. Like that's what I'm looking at. Right what do now. you, what do you think of Kellen Moore, next line head coach? Head coach? I don't know about head coach, offensive coordinator. Yeah. Why would Lincoln you leave Riley. the Lions if you're already a yeah Lincoln Riley with Kellen Moore as his OC? So I will say honestly, Wade Phillips I, as the DC. I brought this up last cast. I want to hire Ryan Day more than anyone, not because I, I don't care if he's good. He can flame out. Like get him out of Ohio State, make them go through Dabble the coaching Swinney. shuffle again. No, stop. Dabo's a college coach. <laughs> no, uh, it, Dabo would be mad that the players were getting. Dabo paid. would never succeed. <laughs> he never Dabo leave. would never succeed in the NFL. And not that he's a bad coach. He's just he's a college coach through and through. I mean, yeah, but Trevor, I don't know. People said the same thing about Dabble. Pete Carroll. What do we want to close the cast with? I mean, are we doing picks? I don't know. I, I like. I thought we were doing let's, games. Yeah, let's and do picks. picks. And we just kind of kept talking. We can do picks. Uh, I mean, we spent an hour and a half on everything Lions Matt, related. I'm gonna so need kinda... you. I'm gonna need you to do me a favor, Matt. 
dear God, what? Um, when you edit the cast, I want you to write down our picks because I'm not really prepared to. Well, I actually. Hey, no, I can I type don't... them in. I guess as we go. Here, here's my suggestion moving forward. I don't think we should talk about the Lions again until they win. <laughs> oh, we should predict. <laughs> be, no, that's a great. Real quick, everyone. Pull up the line schedule. We're gonna have a little competition. Lions first win. We're all gonna we're all gonna place who we where we think the Lions are gonna get their first win on the season. I don't I don't even need to look. I already know the answer. None. So you can't. <laughs> that's not an option. That's not an option. How the hell is it not an option? All right, fine. Then be wrong. You can be wrong saying that they're gonna go. So you think their first win is gonna be when they pick Trevor Lawrence in the draft? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, because they're, they're gonna win. Oh, so, yeah, they're gonna fight about before that. AJ, you know, I said I'm gonna go Lions free like forever if they get the first pick and don't draft Trevor Lawrence. I might just stop talking to you for the you spoke that into existence and caused that hurt in my life. I might not be have, hey, be listen, able to be friends with you. I didn't anymore. speak anything into existence. You are Paul. trying so just hard. The fact, just the fact that the Lions exist made it. So here's part the thing. Existence. Very true. This has it's never happened in NFL history. <laughs> like what? when, well, <laughs> at least in my lifetime, Wait, what's never happened? No one has ever got that number one pick where a Trevor Lawrence was available and then decided, nah, that's never that doesn't happen. Like what are you talking about? That absolutely Colts, happened. The Colts, bro, the Lamar Colts, fell to thirty-two. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> the Colts had freaking Peyton Manning got the number one pick and still took Andrew Luck. It does not. You do not pass on this guy to do whatever well, you feel like Well, that's because they got rid of like Peyton if there, when there's a surefire number one quarterback available, he doesn't not go number one. That doesn't Matt Leinart. Matt Leinart was that? Are you high? You can say that now. No, say so that whenever. I'll, I, I'll put it there, and All it'll right, be let's... the earliest when the Lions are going to beat the Saints on October 4th. Wow. Which means that Patricia keeps his job. Oh, God. Yep. After after Drew Brees' arm literally turns into a pool noodle. I think, or no, you guys pick and first. Okuda shuts down. Are you like really going to 0-16 like you genuinely yep. believe in that, Matt? Oh, no. I thought you meant are you really beating the Matt, Saints? Matt, uh, I got to look. Hang on. I'm looking at the schedule. All right. All right. No, AJ, I... first win. I'm looking. I don't like any of these matchups. I think Washington. Yeah, I mean, I keep like. going nope. To... nope. The Panthers are a better matchup than Washington. No, they are not. So give it... And I didn't pick Absolutely that. Absolutely not. All right, so you get on Mitt Washington. Uh, very optimistic. Ryan says the Saints. What do you say, AJ? Week 16 against the Vikings at home. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, my God. They're all 14. 15. And the Vikings are resting everybody because they're going in the playoffs. No, they'd be. Um, okay, so not, not I'm Vikings, torn though. between the Jags and I Falcons, know, actually. Um, if we lose to the Jags, I think we actually upset the Falcons. Oh, did Ernie just win? Hey. Sorry. <laughs> he did. Hey. Oh, eat your heart out, Kenny Smith. Uh, I'm going to say the Jags. I think they go. Hey, look at somebody that think makes. That, I think they go ball. beat the Jags and start get their first win after starting zero and four. Uh, so we'll keep that in the ticket. Are you guys? I'm gonna pull up the picks real quick. What's up? You pull up the picks while while I while I while I smack you with some stats real quick. In his three years, in his three years as USC quarterback, Matt Liner threw for a hundred touchdowns minus one and twenty three picks with a one fifty nine and a half rating. And over 10,000 yards in three years. This man was a legit 
quarterback trash. coming Legit in, coming trash. out of college. No, Legit he trash. wasn't trash. The pro- No, he was not trash. Problem was, he played in Los Angeles where he thought he was a celebrity already, because he kind of was, but he was not an NFL star, which he thought he was, and he didn't try until he was already out of Arizona and a backup in Houston. And then he actually tried, he looked good, and then he tore his knee. He was out here beer bong in his rookie year. I'm uh, I'm ready when you guys are. We ready? All right. I've been ready. All right. So first edition, picks. first edition picks of the year. Is this against the spread? Yeah, it's against spread. Uh, we were sleeping at the wheel last yeah. week. I don't know what happened, but I wasn't here to keep. We're you doing away. thing. It's good. We're good. <laughs> we're. It, it's probably good because for me and Ryan, it's been a rough start to year in picks in general. So this is a fresh slate. Fresh slate. Uh, all yeah, but we only do like five or ten. Well, we're doing. Alex does the, yeah, it's true. So, well, so we're doing ten, but we always pick the best games, the hardest games, or we try to. The, the college, we're not in full swing yet, so we're gonna do full NFL slate this week. Uh, ten NFL games off the rip. We'll be okay. College, you can stay. Minus college four. gonna get in here soon. Well, that's in a month from now, so we'll wait on that one. Uh, college will join the mix soon here. We're gonna start with ten NFL games. Uh, and we're gonna start. We talked about Cam Newton a little bit. Uh. He gets to come back to cozy confines of Foxborough, and they're taking on the team that I was very high on to begin the year, and a quarterback that Ryan just insists on disrespecting no matter how good he plays. But Las Vegas looking very good, but six-point dogs in Foxborough. Oh, six-point. Oh, yeah, no. That's that's the, the Derek Carr, you want to attach David's ghost to him for some reason. Um, all the way. That's the Raiders. The, like, as much as I like the Patriots, they're not good enough to be giving a touchdown, basically, or to be getting a touchdown. Uh, yeah, I'm after watching Monday Night Football and watching how well the Raiders played in that second half uh, against a good Saints team that is not putting it together right now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to ride with Ryan on this one. I think uh, I think the Las Vegas Raiders really weird to say uh, are going to stay within six. Yeah, I'm going Raiders too. I don't understand why the spread is so large. I don't, especially it's, it's so. You big. would think <laughs> for no you, reason. And listen, I know New England had like a good fight back, but let's be real. If it wasn't for a wild pick six, it shouldn't have happened. They would have been out of that game a lot sooner. Uh, Las Vegas has looked super good. Um, I just, I don't. It, I'm not saying New England can't win the game, but. Six points, man? Like, does is this where Vegas knows something yeah, we don't, or is Vegas tripping? I'm going to say Vegas tripping on this one. Uh, we're going to be unanimous across the board with Las Vegas. We have the L.A. Rams traveling to big – not big, Jesus. AFC East. I almost said Big East. AFC East leader <laughs> – Buffalo Bills, Buffalo two and a half point favorites at home. Rams look pretty good this year, though. Oh yeah, I I love the Rams, and I think they make mincemeat out of the Bills this week. I think it's I think it's the week where people where people start taking the Rams seriously. Traditionally, West Coast teams going east don't fare all that well. It's Bills two, two and a half, two and a half. I don't like the Bills. I'm surprised they're, I'm I, surprised they're favored at all. They're at home, and at they're, home. they've played good. And they're, the, and Rams, the Rams are they're supposed yeah, to be a good team. Maybe the Cowboys and the, the Cowboys Eagles. Suck. Yeah, Eagles two suck. bad teams. <laughs> but oh, no, the, the Cowboys is that one of the most impressive comebacks of all time. Super. Although, to be fair, no, I... I it's not like the, the, Bills, the Bills. The Bills have played Miami. and, and Yeah, so they yeah, both have played two bad teams. 
Um, I will say that in these two bad teams, the Rams have looked better against both these teams than the Bills have. So, yeah, I'll go with the Rams. I'm going Rams, too. So, this is a very tough one. Um, I'm going to dissent here because I get the better quarterback at home. The Rams have been the more impressive team. I think the Rams probably have the more complete team. But I get the better quarterback at home. I'm not sure... Aaron Donald is a monster. Um, they're going to need more than Aaron Donald to contain Josh Allen. Josh Allen with his... <laughs> what? What? What do you mean what? <laughs> to contain Josh Allen? Have you like, that's paid hard? attention to his production? Like, I know you... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He beat the Dolphins. And last year, when Lamar I know was going you crazy against the Dolphins, it didn't count. I know. But now when Josh Allen beats them because Joe Milton is their second coming, now all of a sudden... <laughs> Josh Allen is Ben Roethlisberger, the third best quarterback in the league. <laughs> I said none of those things. I know you There's hate so the guy. I statement. know you hate the guy, but Josh Allen is producing. Oh, he he played fantastic last week. He had that one play that you saw on Twitter, and it was great, where he refused to go down. And even oh, I was the stiff arm, clip, like oh, jo- like Josh Allen, my guy, the I'm stiff arm on Kyle Van like Noy, about to get sacked. And he, I mean, he probably only like gained eight yards, but it was like a, a real hey, he tough. He took eight yards. Van Noy and took that man to the ground. The Rams have been more impressive, like, but, but to say con- to say contained, Josh. The Rams yeah. have been more impressive. Josh Allen does need to be contained. I think Vegas knows something. Yeah. I'm taking him at home. Moving you, on, you know where Josh Allen needs to be contained in an arcade where you gotta throw the football in those little tight circles. <laughs> That's where you need to put Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh, why do you keep going for the low one? Houston. <laughs> why, do you, why do you keep missing? Houston with budget Josh, budget Josh Allen at quarterback is traveling to Pittsburgh to take on a healthy-ish Big Ben. And Steelers are four-point favorites in this game. Oh, God. Four is just about right. <laughs> I know I picked the Texans last week. I'm already not feeling good about that pick. I hate Bill O'Brien so much. The Steelers defense is just too good. And I think Big Ben makes, you know, like not enough mistakes for the, the Texans to capitalize. I'm going to take the Steelers with the four. Even though I would I would much prefer it at two and a half. Can David Johnson do enough? No. To help Deshaun Watson? A- absolutely not. Uh, David Johnson line. is good. Like, stop. No, David Johnson's not bad. Sure. It's the, it's the old line of Houston that I'm more worried about. Pittsburgh's look good while not looking fantastic. I mean, you, you would have thought they beat Denver by a healthy amount, and they didn't. Yeah, but my guy Melvin Gordon's keeping Denver afloat. <laughs> I love fans. These picks are going to take seven <laughs> hours. That's literally the only analysis I can offer you are the guys that are on my team. <laughs> so, bro, Melvin scored twice and it's 70 yards. Like, I don't know I, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, can David Johnson do enough and help them stay within four points? It's I don't know, close. Matt, but if you don't it's tell gonna me, we're going to be here I'll, till midnight. Motherfucker, you, you are definitely not one to talk. I don't even want to hear it from you. I could take three hours and it's still less than you. I'll grow with Pittsburgh. We talked about Bill Belichick and Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to take Houston. On this one. So as much as I trash Houston and Deshaun Watson, um, yeah, I'm going to take Houston here a little bit up, down. Houston. That's surprising. So Houston's 0-2. Deshaun Watson and Houston are traditionally slow starters. 
They're also 0-2 because they played arguably the two best teams in football. Um, whereas we got 2-0 Pittsburgh, who's true, true, played true. garbage. So I don't want to be too read too much into either of the records right now. Houston needs a bounce back. I don't know if they're going to win the game. The spread's a little higher. If this was one and a half, two and a half, I might think differently. But I'm going to back Deshaun Watson to not let me. Actually, I third time's a charm. I've been let down twice by Houston with the spread already this year. <laughs> but no, I for football reasons, I think they can actually hang in this game. Um, third time was a charm. We wouldn't be Lions fans. Oh, shut up. Um, we got Tennessee and the thrilling Tana Thrill traveling to the disappointing Vikings. They're two and a half point road favorites because Tana Goat is a quarterback. Yeah, I I think I got to take Titans. I don't the the Vikings have not shown that they can contain. <laughs> so like I think the the uh, Titans strategy of give the ball to Derrick Henry 35 times. I think that's going to work against the Vikings for at least a three-point victory. I concur with everything Ryan said. I, yeah, 100% on board with that. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, most efficient quarterback in the NFL, just so we're all aware. Efficient, not best, not most productive, but efficient. Great, him and Gardner Minshew going 19 The dude 20. is completing 70% of his passes through two games, six touchdowns, no no picks. I know, he's gone seven for ten doing, the year. It's doing crazy. all they ask of him, which is not a ton. <laughs> Obviously, their power running game is the key, but Ryan Tannehill is a good NFL quarterback. He's not great, not going to win a Super Bowl by himself, but he's a good NFL quarterback, and... Okay, Minnesota man. has more questions than answers right now. I'm going to take Tennessee. Uh, again, just continuing on what they did last year. Good football team. We got Casey traveling to Baltimore. This is going to be an electric quarterback matchup. Uh, oh, man. Baltimore's, to me, surprisingly, three and a half point favorites at home. What? Oh, man, I know it's at home, but that home isn't the traditional home. I love Lamar Jackson, but you can't give Kansas City three, three and points. A, three and a half give me, points. Give me, give me, three and a half. Yeah, give me the Chiefs. And and I hope I'm wrong. I hope Lamar goes out there and throws five more touchdowns than Mahomes does. But I got to take the Chiefs. How many games now Mahomes has won by being double-digit dog and coming back? What? NFL record. He, I what? don't know if he's ever been a double-digit dog. What are you talking about? No, I'm talking about actually in the game. Oh, double-digit double digit deficit. So, like, he plays the Lions every week. No, hey, bro, that that's only the Super Bowl. <laughs> and the NFC cha- or in the AFC Championship and the AFC Semi-Championship game. Uh, yeah, and uh, about five other, six other games before that because he's got the record. Uh, and it might happen here, too. I'm going to roll with the Chefs. Three yeah, I, I, I think this game is going to – I mean, you got the the battle of the two um, past two MVPs, right? So one is clearly going to set themselves apart in this game, and I think that <laughs> given our conversation earlier, it's going to be Mahomes. And so I'm going to take the Chiefs. Ryan, you see LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Jamal Murray uh, just uh, killed uh, me. Out here faking it. <laughs> like Jamal Murray could ever do anything to harm LeBron James. He acted like Jamal Murray it's had a right blade though, attached hey, to his elbow. I said the the Lakers were down twenty earlier and only down seven now. Yeah. So 
They try to get that. Three and a half points is too much. I don't care if you're at home. It's Kansas City. I'm not taking anybody to beat them by four it's four so points much. or more. It's so disrespectful to Patrick Mahomes as it's, defending champion. It, it, it really is. I just it's way too many points. It, this one's not even a question to me. I mean, it's not that Baltimore can't win the game, win by a touchdown. It's not possible, but I am certainly not picking them to do so. So we got two two and zero oh, Chicago. I th- I think I literally just wrote the wrong game. No, they're not two and zero. Oh. Oh, 2 and 0 Chicago, yeah. but they're not both. Yeah, no, 2 and 0 Chicago. Atlanta's own too. 2 and 0 Chicago traveling to Atlanta to take on the 0 and 2 choke artists. And uh and I yeah, do I mean South choke artists. That was a garbage game that they gave up against Seattle. First team in NFL history. Unbelievable. To I what was it? Score 39 points. 39 no at least 39 points, no, no turnovers, turnovers and lose, and lose the, football the game. game. You lit you literally don't know the rules at that point. And the the only thing I would add on to the Lions conversation earlier is Jamal Agnew's penalty where he called the fair catch and then started blocking. Your only job is to return the ball, and you don't know that rule. Yeah, it's – Proceed. It's, uh, it's just upsetting. It's very upsetting. Uh, Chicago, though – or I'm sorry, Jesus. Atlanta is three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. They're 0-2 to Chicago. Against Chicago? No. Oh, yeah. So, to me, desperate Atlanta at home, I think they're going to smoke Chicago. You said three and a half? Three and a half. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. I'll take them either way. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely Chicago. Wait, it's, it's in Atlanta and Chicago. Or, I'm sorry. Definitely Atlanta, Atlanta. 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 It's in My Atlanta. Bad. I know what you meant. It's in Atlanta. Yeah. It's in Atlanta. And no, yeah, who's Atlanta's favored? Atlanta by three and a half. Yeah. Fuck Chicago. I'll go with Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Don't overthink this one. Chicago is one of the worst teams in all of sports. I don't care if they're 2 and old. This team is absolute garbage can. And you, you couldn't even figure out if Nick Foles or Mitch Trubisky was your starting quarterback. That's how bad of a football team you are. You should – literally, the only football team in the NFL that makes me look at the Lions and be like, things could be worse. So, Except thank they you. Well, it's fine. It's not, but we're getting somewhere. We're getting Trevor Lawrence. They're getting – I don't know what they're getting. They're getting not Trevor Lawrence. Um, no, Chicago is a dumpster fire. Atlanta's not as bad as their record. And they're going to come out on fire and win by like 17. Uh, speaking of the only team in the NFL that can make the Lions look halfway competent, uh, we got the Lions game. And we talked about this a lot already. They're traveling to Arizona. They're five and a half point dogs. And actually, I needed to correct something that was said earlier on this cast. Uh, Ryan thought that the spread opened big and it shrunk. Actually, the spread opened up at three and a half. But five and a half is right now. It's five and a half for for our picks, and the Lions are not covering it. This spread could be triple, maybe even quadruple, and the <laughs> the Cardinals will cover twenty. Uh, Lions oh get God. you know why? Because Matt Patricia is not a genius. He's Lions a get That's Lions like get lucky. They're tantalizing as always. Somehow they miraculously win the turnover battle. We get a cheap touchdown here or there. Uh, someone drops a key pass. We hold them to a couple field goals. Uh. Still lose by, <laughs> still lose by six at least. Man, do I go with what I believe or what I want? I guess kind of. It's the Lions. I go mean, this is just believe. the one that I pick against the Lions, and then the Lions are like, "Oh yeah, we're a football team again." That's uh, not possible. Well, they they better be a football frog. team a first time before they can be a football. I can still so easily see yep. the Lions winning, losing this game by four, just to piss me off. I want to pick the Lions. I'll rather be mad and happy. Like I don't know. I don't, I'm pick Lions. Uh, no, no football reasons. I'm yeah, just that, picking that, the Lions. That hate for Kyler. So no, strong. I like Kyler. 
I I think it was absurd not, that he went number one overall. As much as you like Michigan State, I like Kyler. Oh my God, right. I, I don't as mind as Michigan State. Michigan State as much as he likes Lamar. I no, I I don't really like Lamar. As much as he likes not Steph a big Curry. fan of Lamar. I do not like Steph Curry at all. Uh, all right, Kyler's right there. It. Moving on, uh, Tampa Bay travels to Denver. Drew Lockless Denver, and they are six point favorites. Sorry, Blake Bortles. I don't think Blake Bortles can learn the playbook. That Tamp- Tampa is the six point favorite. Yeah. Yeah, Tom Brady is going to fool everybody for one more week. Tampa's going to win by like 10. Mm, Tom Brady does not like playing in Denver. Just period. And he's getting old, so it's going to hurt even worse to play in Denver. Uh, I don't think Denver's winning the football game, but I'll take them to be inside of six. Uh, I'm going to go with... uh, Did you say Denver, Matt? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Denver to cover as well. Or, yeah. Yeah, Denver, Denver, yeah. Denver's taking, yeah, you're taking, yeah, yeah, you're taking the points if you're picking Denver. Yeah, I'll take the points. Yeah, Tampa's favored by six. Exactly. Denver has nothing going for them, Melvin Gordon or not. Like, literally nothing nothing going for them. Like, and Tampa's just going to keep getting uh, better. They're they're trying to make it. Melvin Gordon's going to have a huge game. It will take it. So you, you hope you hope Jerry Judy. It, it will literally take absurd garbage time for Denver to cover the spread. It, I'm, I'm, it's Tampa Bay. It's Tampa as Bay. As long as that garbage we'll time equals hundred yards and a couple I touchdowns. Do, we for did Melvin mention Gordon. it earlier on okay cast, so I did want to throw it out there real quick. The spread or the not the spread, the over under for the Detroit Arizona game is fifty four and a half. If you, it, it's not. It's actually the second largest spread of the week, Ooh. but. The, your average spreads around like forty. That's, that's over. That's over. To oh, me. I listen. That's a big yeah, number. it's over you because the Cardinals are going to have fifty-four themselves. And I would take I know because because I think I think it's legitimately like forty to twenty, like what we just. You saw. could take sixty, and I would take the over, man. Like it's not like fifty-four and a half is you, you're talking. But it's, it's 20, such a twenty-eight big over to twenty-seven too. is covering the over. Like it's, I. But that's still a decent scoring game to like just say like a baseline. This is going to be it. I think it's going to be over, but that's a large. It is over. A, well, it's a large over for a reason because it should go over. Uh, moving on to the next pick, we got Dallas with a mirror coming off a miracle comeback, traveling to Seattle, who had to stave off a miracle comeback. Oh man, Seattle is a five point favorite at home because oh yeah, abs- absolutely not. No, give me the Cowboys. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if they win. <coughs> Russ, Russ Bus might, and I think the Cowboys are a better team. But Russ is obviously a hundred Xbox Series S pre-orders better than Dak Prescott is. Like, I don't know. Even if the Seahawks win by three, that's still a cover for the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. No, never picking them boys. No <laughs> way. Give me Seattle. Nope. <laughs> I don't have any players in this game, oh, so I don't really have any keen analysis. Um. But I just always pick against the Cowboys in every situation because I think they're as big of frauds as anybody else, like Matt Patricia is. So give me the Seahawks and whatever that equates to, either covering or getting the points. The Cowboys are trash. Dak Prescott is budget Joey Harrington. Just get out of here. I like this. Do I love the spread? No. But, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Seattle would be minus 100 I'm taking Seattle. Um, I mean, Seattle almost lost to a non-system. So. <laughs> a philosophy. You're not going to make the same mistake twice, and I don't think that a tight end is going to drop drop <laughs> a pass for a pick six to let someone back in the game again. 
He already did it. Uh, final. And if, and if he didn't, he would have been the final, one that got final for game on the Final Angeles. game on the slate. I believe we got Monday Night Football, if I'm not mistaken. You already did that one, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah Monday night is Kansas City, Baltimore. Gross. Oh, this is okay. <laughs> hold on, no, no, looking at his screen like no. It's all right. No, no, this is a Sunday night game. Sunday night is close to Monday night. All right. We didn't do a Packers. We're doing game. it right now. We're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. Okay, I was just saying. Right I was, now, I was trying to give you a heads up. All right, we're doing it right now. We got the Packers, and they are traveling to New Orleans. New Orleans. Three-point favorites at home. Is Are the Saints one and one? Or yeah. Are they no, one and one. Yeah, one and one. Beat the box. Three-point favorites the at home. Ah, no. I think I got the Packers. I don't really want to pick them. But, man, like Drew Brees did, and it's probably over, over, overreacting to that final possession the Saints had, where Drew Brees looked like he literally could not throw – a football and that he had in, in three years. I think you're going to see more of that as the season continues. And because he's so old, that cliff is going to be wily coyote steep. Give me the Packers. I didn't know we were still doing overreaction week ones, but okay. Uh, it's week two. I'm, you did not see him. They, they were better with Jameis in that final drive. No, that is not true. Um, <laughs> absolutely absolutely true. not true. They don't have Michael Bro, Thomas and that's yards. what matters. You have no Michael Thomas. Now you've got that's weapons that you don't trust. You don't know yet, including Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. Well, if drops if Michael Thomas is 15 yards downfield, he's not getting the ball anyway. Uh, this is too much <laughs> in a dome that does not have fans to help them. Uh, the Packers are playing better football than the Saints right now, and that's just going to continue right now until the Saints get 100% healthy and I figure agree. things out. So give me Green Bay. So we came to the same conclusion. I'm going with the Packers because Emmanuel Sanders let me down Monday night. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't so understand funny. how New Orleans is favored in this game. There's no reason in the world they should be favored in this football game, and you're giving me three points. Like I can lose by a field goal and still be okay. Like I'm putting real money on this game. Give me Green Bay, and I hate the Packers. This this is the game we're all gonna lose. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Saints by 13. And we're going to be like, oh. We're be like, well, we're retarded. This is why we don't bet. I, I guess Aaron Rodgers is washed. All right. <clears throat> Picks are done. Show's almost done, except we got a real quick end of show surprise segment called Slap Shots, where I'm asking each of you one question, and oh, I want a quick answer. Ryan, the Celtics have led 112 of 149 minutes through three games, yet down 1-2. What does that say? That says that they are going to win the series, just like I predicted at the beginning, even though they were down 0-2. All right. Paul, over-under for Matthew Stafford, 320 yards passing against Arizona. You can give me a slap shot that's this difficult. You're not supposed to think about a slap shot. You're supposed to rip it. Um, So don't think. Can we change it to touchdowns instead? Nope. Definitely not giving you 320 touchdowns. That's that's way way worse. (laughs) Um, I'm going to... Take the over because I think they have to throw, but like this team doesn't want to throw. So I, I'm going to take the over though. All right. And AJ, you've got yes, six sir. teams and only four spots left in the NL playoff race. Miami, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Philadelphia, San Francisco, and Milwaukee. Who's not making it? Um, In the NL. NL. Let me look at this. Miami. Miami's St. Louis. Miami's 28 and 26. St. Louis 26 25. Cincy 28 27. Philly 27 each. San Francisco 26 and 27. And Milwaukee 26 and 27. 
San Fran has to make a wild card because their division's already sewn up with LA and San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who's not making it? Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to go San Francisco and Cincinnati. All righty. That does it, Ryan. <clears throat> Do the thing. Hail. Make sure that you guys are following us, uh, first and foremost, on the aforementioned YouTube, which is Sports Carnage, and then follow us on Podbean, as well as uh, Apple Podcasts, and you can find us at Sports Carnage Podcast. Uh, Make sure you're following Detroit Sports Nation, too, because as the Lions continue to lose, we are going to be doing some post-game reactions. Couldn't post them the last couple weeks. We're not home, did not have the correct setup, but you'll be able to vent your frustrations along with us, and then that will help, uh, that'll just help you guys maybe not need therapy that week, <laughs> like Dr. Melfi and Tony Soprano. And then follow us on Twitter and Facebook, too, Sports Carnage Podcast. Uh, if you have stayed with us through this drunken train ride that has derailed multiple times, we really appreciate you. <laughs> That's it for this week. So bad, but so bad, but so good. <laughs> we'll be back with y'all next week. <laughs>